and welcome to episode 443 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, the place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. My name is Vince Hunt, and joining me as always is the creator of the comic series Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. And writer, comics historian, ski jump champion, <laughs> celebrity master chef judge, and the reason why Lenny Kravitz was going that way, it's Tony Edmund. <laughs> Never go that way. <laughs> well, he, he was asking if I wanted to go his way. That'd be nice. Mm. I was going the other way, though, because I had to get some milk. Anyway. <laughs> well... My bike's still outside. Sorry, mate. <laughs> Where's the soap? Sorry, the... I've only got 20 so... minutes left on the parking. <laughs> it's like that joke when they say, like, oh, why are they charging you to ride on the trains? Like, you're going that way anyway. Just drop me off. <laughs> oh, God. God. Well, you did your Christmas tree joke earlier as well, which always makes me laugh. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. 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 Should I tell that for the show? Yes. Yeah. Yes, please. Uh, I, I bought my Christmas tree today, and uh, as the geezer was passing over to me, he said, you going to put this up yourself? And I was like, no, I'm going to put it up in Norway. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, thing is, listeners, we already laughed at it, but yeah, yeah, it good like comedy it. never yeah. dies. Um, welcome to the show. And uh, as, as we speak, obviously, we hope that you had a wonderful Christmas. You're probably reading some of your comic books right now. Mm. Are your yeah. graphic novels or your trades or whatever? Oh, of course, is. we're not going out until after Christmas, after the big day, are we? <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. We did already tell the listeners about this. But I know. Mind, I mind, forgot. You, mind you, saying that, there's probably people who are listening to this in June. So, but whenever yeah. you listen to this show, it's kind of going to be evergreen. This one, because this is us taking a look at 2023 and picking out some of our favorite titles and some of our favorite moments now we usually we like to do this every year we've changed the format up a a few times over this long every year (laughs) every year every year um but the way we're doing it this year is we've read a lot of books and certainly hopefully a lot of you people listening have picked up some of those books and enjoyed them yourselves maybe this might be one of the first episodes you listen to so you might Re, you might discover some books that we already talked about that you hadn't heard. So we just so it's another opportunity for us to shout about some awesome stuff that we really enjoyed this year. Um, but we're going to do it sort of round table for the first one, and we're just going to get straight into it because we're not messing around. Okay, it's week. Christmas, isn't it? It's Christmas. Yeah. People are it, sitting on their couch and do their yeah, flies, and they yeah, their belly yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't got my camera on, have I? No. Um, yeah. But yeah, and we're just going to talk about what. Well, that looks a bit pink. <laughs> is, it, is it supposed to look like this? Was it a purple? No, this one. Oh, that's been bad about a bit, isn't it? Oh uh, yeah, you know. Just talking about the older, about you, the older you get, it's a different colour from the rest of your skin, yeah, isn't it? That's yeah. a bit world weary. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. I was talking about this nice bowl of fruit I'm holding up to the camera. Very pair of plums. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Oh dear! Yes, we've got the eggnog on the go. I've never had eggnog. Have you ever? Had no, that? we talked about this last week, and I yeah. saw something about you get an egg and you nog it. Oh, yeah. I think you can buy pre-made stuff in certain supermarkets. And should we uh, try it? We promised we'd try yeah, it, didn't let's we? Let's out. try it. I'm going to get. I'm going to well, buy. We were kind of looking looking for a hook on the next show. There it is. Yeah, we'll pissed. try eggnog live on. I don't know. We'll be pissed on eggnog. We'll probably all try a bit and then go. Oh god, yeah. I, feel, I feel sick. Oh, <laughs> yeah, awful, yeah. awful. Yeah, yeah. But let's not spoil the ending of next week's episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because what a year it's been in comics. Now it has. Now there was apparently a day. I think it was in the start of August where there wasn't a drama. Yeah, yeah. But I find that hard to believe, Tony. <laughs> there, 
you know what it's like from from the business side or the <laughs> the business side or the social media side or whatever side. None it's all of that, on the page, Vince. That's no, what we love. None of that matters yeah. because what matters is the books <laughs> yeah. that come we out. We just love what's on that fucking yeah. page. That's and, what we love, don't and we? And sometimes, yeah. sometimes we don't enjoy those books, and that's fair enough. Other people do. But and we hope whatever you they're read, wrong, whatever you read, <laughs> you uh, like the stuff we we like because we're the best. No, um, <laughs> no, but certainly we hope that you enjoyed all the comics you got, and as always, continue to read off some of those. You might you got know. some vouchers. They might have got vouchers, Vince, and they can oh, listen to what we're going to say. What, the the older you get, the more you appreciate a voucher. Yeah, don't you? Um, when you know we... I'm getting for my Christmas, I'm getting a set of shelves. That's pretty good. I, I can I yeah. can understand why anyone who's seen his current book shelves is a bit concerned <laughs> that uh, I hadn't been given a gift from one of my biggest fans, B Dutcher, but <laughs> it turned up today. So oh, uh, I, I don't nice. know what he's got me. I don't know what he's got me. But oh, sitting under the tree today. Nice. Good old B Dutcher. No. So are you going to do your usual? Oh, I've got a present. Who's this yeah, from? Yeah. Oh, you can do that. Like you yeah, do. It actually, winds yeah. my wife up. So yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 every year it's a classic <laughs> oh dear um but when we did our um comics community speaks episode a lot of you lovely people also send sent us just a few oh yeah name, we got some of them name shout outs of comics that you enjoyed put them in this we didn't read them out on the on that episode um for reasons if you want to know the reasons go back and listen to it if you haven't listened to it already um but we will um dig them up and we'll read along as well and, and say what the, the ACP community community on the Slack enjoyed as well. But without further ado, let's get into 2023. What what a great year of comics it was. So Tony, do you want to go first? Do you want to take? The I'm first? going first. Okay. Go, go first right. on the first round. I think yeah. Okay, so um, there's this story, isn't there? That goes. I've got a little. Prep, I've prepared this. You love me for that, don't you? Yeah. So. Yeah, um, do you remember when Hendrix came and played London and everyone went what? for him? Well, let, let, no, no, bear no, with I'm... me, bear with me, bear with me. Go on. Right. Hendrix, Hendrix appears twice in my recommend, and it will appear in my recommends later as well. But he, uh, Hendrix turned up in London, he played guitar, and Eric Clapton was in the audience. Some call him Eric Clapton. I don't think that's right. I think it's a terrible <laughs> phrase. But me. And, yeah, and um, he watched it and he said to someone else in the audience, I need to go home and practice. Right. Because he was that good. Now this is this is this is a master of the form who has come back and shown everyone how it's done. And there's over the over the last few years especially, there's been a lot of people copying him. And they ain't as good. And my first choice, probably my book of the year, is Monica by Daniel Klaus. Uh, um absolutely head and shoulders above um everything else, totally masterful. It is a complicated book, so I'm not gonna go desperately into it. I think um I'll save that for another time, but it's multi-genre. It's infinitely layered with nods to other comics greats of the past, and it tells a, a complicated story that you have to pay attention to when you're reading it. Um, he's... I think it might be his best book, which says a lot about Klaus. I mean, Klaus is... He's, he's, things are Klausian now, aren't they? It's, it's so... It's a much-used phrase. Um, you begin to notice things as you're reading so it opens on a couple of different genres there's like a war a war segment there's a horror segment you think what's he doing here but it is all cunningly linked 
And I know we talked a bit about in the past about self inserts and we you know how often we don't like it. Um, but he does this so well. Um, there's there's a moment on a plane. I won't ruin it for everyone because you do need to. Everyone who loves comics needs to buy this and read it. Um, there's a moment on a on a plane where you see him sitting a few rows back, and there's a moment at the end which is genuinely for Klaus a touching sequence. I found it very touching um, where he appears, but you never really see his face, sort of thing. Very very clever. Um, tells the story of Monica in all different aspects of her life through decades. Jumps about a bit, um, and it's just wonderful. It, it's I couldn't put it down. It's a long read. It's a dense read um visually as well a, a real colorful treat um he's he's a lot as we've seen previously in his color work a lot of flat colors but he uses them so well and he uses them specifically for the type of story he's using you know from a, a sort of almost kirby-esque war story you know two-fisted tales kind of war story thing going on yeah. all the way through to this this type of slacker um introspective with a, a little twist of the fantastic going on just uh sublime just you know you know we're all victims of it aren't we we hear things are great and we go and see them and it never it doesn't live up to your expectations because you are you were thinking this was going to be so good I and mean, when we do it with everything don't we Move yeah on. yeah totally um but this i'd heard was so good i, I held off reading it for a couple of weeks uh, although I'd owned it, I just I just wanted the time, you know. And one Sunday afternoon, I read it, and it, it is as good as people say. Um, I have to say, for the webs, the you know all these website knob knobheads who put out their best of, it's, if it isn't on their on their lists, then they're 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 either haven't read it or they're taking a few quid to, to not have it on there. Uh, but just brilliant. So that's my first yeah, I've one. I've not seen. I've not read this one, so I'm gonna have to remedy that. Remedy that over the new year. Yeah, I bought it for a couple of people for Christmas. I bought it for Tom Stewart, and I bought it for um, Tom, um, our boy Tom. So I think I think everyone can enjoy it. It's maybe a little bit on that indie fantasy graphics side if you're more into that world. But um, yeah, it's it's um, it's going to be a darling of the coffee table this year, I hope. Um, but it's like it's taken him years to do, and he's just sort of walked back in the room, thrown it down, and gone. It's like the judo master, isn't it? He goes and practices. Foot, foot, footfalls in the mountains comes back destroys the village of warriors and walks back in the mountains study shoulder throws you know it's a bit yeah. like that um yeah absolutely brilliant absolutely loved it um so so pleased to have met him a few years ago and i do remember i got him signed books from you two as well yes, do you remember yeah, but, yeah. 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 and he was he was remote because he's got this sort of reputation if you see the I, I put a couple of photographs of him online of him just making faces at conventions <laughs> and stuff um which, which does oh, every time I find one, I send it to someone of him just like doing like a pained face or something. <laughs> but uh, it was surprisingly friendly actually. So uh, yeah, Monica, there you go, my first one. Who's nice, next? Dan. I can go. It's, I was just looking at my list. They're, they're all kind of like ongoing series and not any trades. Okay. Which usually I kind of go for a trade. Mm. But this one was a tough one. It was either going to be this one or Transformers. Okay. And Transformers is only three issues in. Yeah. Uh, but it's Local Man. By uh, yeah. Penny Fleeks and Tim Seeley. We've all enjoyed this, haven't we? Yeah, really enjoy. It's just absolutely solid. I need to. Really I need it. to. I need to catch up. With I'm a little the bit behind. Issue I haven't read. Yeah, yeah, I haven't yeah. read the newest one. But the fact it crosses back over with like the image comic stuff of the '90s. Each issue, you kind of like you get the modern day story when it tells the story of uh, Crossjack and how he's kind of fooled from grace of being one of the like the premier super teams, and now he's gone back to his hometown when everyone. Pretty much 
in the country hate him especially people where he, he grew up from yeah. and it kind of it goes from there and then on the flip side of every issue you get so, like a kind of 90s image comic throwback showing a bit of the backstory of like what his time was like when he was crossjack and it just was absolutely just direct line into my brain of like this is fucking what i'm after i'm really enjoy really enjoying it yeah had you written uh, all over it man when i yeah. first read it i said dan you gotta read this man when the first yeah. issue was on it yeah. real i mean and yeah. I, I ordered i've got the the first issue uh like hard copy and i've got the local man gold which oh, is yeah. like it was strange because we were <laughs> we were going back and i was talking about death mate i read, read death mate and that came along and it's like the perfect companion piece yeah, it's Death like a good Mate, version of Deathmate. Yeah, it kind of washes <laughs> it out of like yeah. all the shit that Deathmate was and gives you that. So, oh, this is great. It's yeah. really good. I, I can't recommend uh, checking out that one enough. I think it's, and it's big... not just it's not just taking the pee out of the old not era, at all. is it? No, it, it does that have an, an affection for it as well. Yeah, oh, totally. It's yeah. what's the kind of point? He kind of gets into an affair relationship with one of the other people on the super team who's already in, involved with someone else. And you see little drip drops of that through. The yeah, I like story. the way they hint that because you don't know yeah. it to like issue four or five, do you? No. Properly, yeah. Uh, and there's a murder mystery stuff, and the, the, the kind of the whole playing on the super acts of like this is what you think it's like, and then when you see behind the scenes, it's like oh god, it's pretty. Can yeah. be a bit uh, entangled, and it's just really well done. Such it's kind of coming someone this really well told stuff really. Not simple stories, but just they knows what they're doing and it tells a story. Uh, yeah, complex but, characters, you know, they they extrapolate, yeah. you know, what a super team would really be like and they take it out. But the th the main character in it, I forget his first name now, but he's got a lot of heart about him, hasn't he? Yes. He's got a, re a realistic person, it's, yeah. which is a funny thing to say in the superhero comic, but he comes across as just a, a fallible dude, you know? I kind of like someone who's kind of had the, the kind of world at their feet and they, they just kind of fucked it up and then come back to like mum and dad. Yeah, uh, they're sort of the tail between the legs, trying to kind of get past the small town that they've grown up in, but ended up back here. It's a very relatable scenario that I imagine many people—not that they've been in the superhero team, but do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's not quite worked out, and everyone thought, "Oh, I was really—you was really going to go places, but you ended up sort of working in a restaurant or something." Not that there's anything wrong with that, but do you know what I mean? It's yeah, I that you. that classic story, and it's very—he's very, very likable as a, a main character and all the supporting cast. Like you've got like the 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 long lost high school love that it didn't quite work out, but you, 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 it might go somewhere here, and that that goes on to be something else. Yeah, it's, I it's hope a it's really got fun. Legs. One. I hope it goes for a while. Yeah, yeah. I think I treat myself to the, uh, another one. Treat myself to the trade for that, which yeah. is, is out yeah, now. I've been, Local man. I've Harlem been reading it. Oh, uh, cool. I've been reading it on um, Comicsology, but I need the trade of it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So yeah, that's me. Nice, Vincenzo. Uh, my first pick of the year. One of the beautiful things about this show is it's just going back over the things that we enjoy throughout the year, isn't it? Because you kind of forget um, what we enjoyed. It's like, especially like the first quarter of the year, you your mind sort of swims a little bit, doesn't it? It's like, oh, that was this year, wasn't it? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Time, times are. Yeah. Beast, isn't it at the moment? Yeah. The uh, ACP recommends website is an absolute godsend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Craig. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Craig. Massive um, shout out to Craig. Um, and, got his work uh, cut out this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it does. <laughs> God bless you. Um, but one I picked was from an earlier sort of episode. It was uh, the collection of the Exile, um, by Eric Creek, um, who I believe is a, is a Dutch illustrator from Living the Line Publishing. 
Um, okay. This was a collection that I spoke about earlier in the year. Um, synopsis, after seven years of exile, battle-hardened Halstein Thordson returns home to Iceland only to find that old wounds haven't healed. His stepmother Solvig and his half-brother Ottar are besieged by wood thieves, directed by her unwelcome suitor Einar. The exile's presence disrupts the delicate balance and threatens to, to tip all of Iceland into violence. Um, so it's it's a it's an Scandinavian Viking drama epic. This one, right? Um, but one where I think I gushed about it at the time. It's almost been a year. Where every page could be just a piece of art you put on your wall. Um, you know, like a. You know, like King, in, in the likes of like Kingdom and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? This, this wonderful sort of two, the blue, the blues and reds. It's just like powerful sort of black, just ink work on it, telling this very personal story. There's when you think of Vikings and stuff, especially in comics, you think of stuff that possibly will be hyperkinetic, over the top, you know, gore, violence. And we certainly love that, listeners. You know we do. <laughs> um, but also with a story like this, there's more going on. There's cerebral stuff. There, there's weird occultish-like things going on. Um, definitely, it seems very well researched. Very much of the time, it like if you if you watch like the first couple of seasons of I mean I haven't watched all of Vikings the TV show, but I know when I watched the first season, it struck me of like this feels like a History Channel program. Which I know it kind of was. With boobs. Yeah. Um, and this is very much telling quite a, a personal story of there's uh, there's guilt, shame, but also there's there's revenge and there's betrayal. There's lots of almost Shakespearean themes going throughout, where people people have got schemes within schemes going on. And there's this guy that's just come back to this land, um, and he kind of already knows. It's, it almost feels like a western as well. Um, yeah. It has that sort of you know the gunslinger who comes back and they've just been they've been haunted by things that they've done and they've seen, and they come back to their hometown, and the people treat them in a certain way. Um, and it's a story about consequences, the things you do in your life that come back to you. Um, if you like historical epics, this strikes me because sometimes when I read some of these. Um, I know we've spoken about many Europe comics, Europe comics, and like certainly the publisher Europe comics, but also European comics. They are just the greatest at telling like these historical yeah. tales of yeah. Rome, of the Wild West, and things like that. But they aren't. But they they can also be pretty wordy, can't they? They can be because it's dealing with the actual setting rather than just. They're often a, dense, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, this is dense in its own way. Um, which sometimes just just the way my brain works with some comics it takes me a while to get into the rhythm of reading a book like that but this one was I think because there's a graphic nature sort of style to it as well it's just beautiful stuff I could pick one of a million pages in this but there's not a million pages there's 192 pages so it's a decent sized book Um, that could just be beautiful prints because as this character is haunted of course, they have like the, the dreams, or, or you know, they they dream of the shame that they have, and so it's standing on a sea of skulls with like a stormy sky over the top. But it's done in blacks, just a black, a red 
tint and a blue tint and it's just glorious stuff it was one of the one of the nicest books i saw all year i have i do have yet to get a physical copy of it but right. i am um, i might be uh treating myself to that quite soon um nice. because yeah i mean this is one of those things that you don't just see it in a comic shop um you're more likely to see it like in bookshops as well it seems i'm probably more likely to see this on a bookshop shelf than i am a comic shop shelf i think which is a strange thing to say considering we're a comic shop show but you know i mean you know where i'm coming from with that there's some yeah. books yeah you yeah see. it's the way a lot of things are moving it sadly isn't yeah it? yeah yeah um but wherever you find it um if you pick it up and look for it you may just get it for the art um and i totally understand there i mean the first page alone is just there's no words it's just you can see the the feet of a Viking. You can see just the part of like the round shield and a, and a and their sword, and they're standing on just skulls. And there's two sort of ravens there, and that's like I'd have that A two on my wall. Do you know what was I mean? this I originally a European book then, or? Um, yes, I believe it. I believe it was. I think it right. was. Um, yeah, I think it was a Dutch book that that had translated. Oh, okay. Living the uh, line, I remember. Um, yeah, they, they got, do do. Some, they've done some yeah. manga translations. Yeah. Start on Kickstarter because yeah. I've looked. Yeah, there was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think yeah, they, they do put their stuff on Kickstarter. Yeah. Yeah, and they got in touch with us, and of course, they very kindly sent through like PDF. And I remember. That's it just, right. Fucking, just, no, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. It, it just sort of blew. Was that me the away. start of the year then? That was the start of the year. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I mean. It's like, do you know what I mean? I, I, um, and I think because I haven't got the physical yet. My brain sort of t- parked one of my favorite books of the year. So when, I, especially yeah. like with the all of the greatness we've been seeing in the sort of last quarter of the year as well, um, it pays to go back, listeners, to look back at yeah. maybe make a list of the comments because you'll read. I mean, I was when I thought back and I looked at this, I immediately started rereading it and just soaking in the story again. I mean, it has that classic. Um, it's not a happy-go-lucky. This isn't a John Wick tale. This isn't a everyone sails off into the sunset happy either. Um, there's a there's a dourness and a, a poetic sort of poignant sadness to the whole tale, which is which works really well. So I was very impressed. So the Exile, if you see it on your travels, definitely look it out up. I think we'll post up some pages as well. well we're going to be doing it on the Instagram and stuff. Cut just cut the. Yeah, yeah, I, it would do. Yeah, because yeah, I, I think I think just a couple of panels, and you immediately just think this is a bit different. This is a bit nice. I have to seek this yeah. out. So yeah, the Exile um, from Living the Line um, Publishing is my first pick. Cool. Can we yeah. to blast off some of the uh, yes we got from people on the Slack? Oh yeah, please yes. do, Dan. Yeah. Our lovely yeah, community idea. on the Slack, of course. As I said, um, they had some picks that we very rudely refused to, to shout out <laughs> on our episode. But no, we said we were going to put them in their rightful place. So, Dan, do you want to read some more? So I'm going to blast through these without too yeah. much of the commentary. Yeah. Uh, we've got our friend Thomas Curry, uh, Big Game, Void Rivals, uh, and Book of Human Insects. It's old, we only read it this year. Kieran oh, we and me and him read that together for a NIA. That is a book, man. So good. Is that the yeah. one about the, the lady who kind of... Yeah, the sort of duplicitous lady. And, yes, yeah, yeah, so that good. That fantastic. Uh, Kieran Squire's second big game, Rooster Fighter. Uh, he loves Rooster, Rooster Fighter, doesn't yeah. he? It's like his favourite thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. He says he likes uh, Southern Bastards and Radiant Black. You've got Mark Abnett, 20th Century Men, uh, yeah. the conclusion of that. You've got uh, Brian Ranklin, he said Petrol Head, uh, Big Game, Failsafe, uh, the Failsafe running Batman. We've got uh, Troy, who says all the Garth Ennis stuff in 2000 AD Rebellion. 
been on the Mega City Book Club Raymond uh and an old a load of old and new stuff from uh projects on kickstarter and zoop so yeah should nice. we Hill? Should we, are we, we haven't done it sure, yeah so. yeah yeah so um he's he's got um both mainstream choices big game and boyd rivals world tree i started world tree the other day on global comics actually small press electric chair good boy naf ethan lewin who i liked his stuff liquid realm um classics i read eight ball rusty brown teenage mutant ninja turtles um dave craner the ambassadors big game death sentence united going underground uh, he's also enjoying the robin comics currently in the moment um who else is there um Stro- favorite book of the year from um strotty hunter ninja bear it's a chuck dixon book i must re- i must read uh, that not, not read that one yeah i must try and get that and zach cobb we'll go back to a few in a minute but zach cobb big game void rivals transformers and the ambassadors they're the four titles that keep coming up and they yeah mm-hmm. yeah four. yeah yeah cool yeah, yeah. back to them in a bit yes yep. uh Megan? tony yeah go for it uh my quickly two of my or two or three of my worthy mentions mm. um viper crimson dawn yes yes oh, boy. cheers thank you yeah it's definitely my top 10 uh the united going underground again another another great book um and axe wielder john by nick Pitaro, which oh, i man, really enjoyed great. yeah I really yeah enjoyed really that. good yeah. yeah um but my main second choice is fables again second year running um consistently the best written and best drawn comic that's coming out i would say monthly but it's not really monthly the schedule's gonna be all right that was all this year that drama about that wasn't it well that's what i was gonna say yeah there was a big controversy about it wasn't it where um bill willingham who's the bloke who um kind of owns the ip has said um it's public domain now yeah the stories and stuff which is um was big news back then and i kind of i i think it's incredibly well written comic so written by bill william um um a guy I've followed for years, you and I both, Dan, used to read The Elementals, which is partly drawn by him often as well. Right, okay. Um, and then penciled by Mark Buckingham, who obviously I managed to fucking bend the ear of and spent a brilliant and hilarious couple of hours in an airport lounge coming back from Baltimore. Um, and he gave me a, he gave me a lovely print and everything. Like, just a total fucking gent, I've got to tell you. And he talked a lot about fables and about his Miracle Man work. And he showed me all the artwork he was working on while he was away. yeah. This is, and sorry, I should quote also Steve Lea, Loher on inks, uh, Lee Larridge on colours, or Luffridge. He, he's probably my colourist of the year, I've got to tell you. He's coloured okay. some lovely stuff this year. Todd Klein Letters, Matthew Levine, editor. It is just lush. It is just gorgeous. It, it, like we're talking about European books, this could easily be printed twice up and still be super detailed. Mm. You know, you could see this in an oversized hardback Bond SMA album easily. Um, as I said last year, I I have not got a clue why people aren't talking about this book more. It's genuinely really good. Um, it's the best it's ever been as well. Wow. Okay. Um, and it's been brilliant. And it's this is the best drawn and best written. Do you think there's it's something to be of... said with like um, long running titles, especially long running titles when we get in the big numbers? Yeah, um, people get a bit bored of it sometimes. It's not, yeah, it's almost like they're just they kind sort of, of accept it's there. Yeah, they, they accept that it's there yeah. because there's there's more drama to be had, or there's more um, clicks to have on you if you're talking about the new number one, which is yeah. therefore the poison that's feeding itself that we complain about. Blah 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 blah. But there's <laughs> there's so many long running titles like this, isn't there? Or, or you get your Savage Dragons or things like that that they're just they just keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you may be right, man. I think when something is consistently just good, we kind of just accept that it's consistently good and yeah. it doesn't get yeah. mentioned. But the thing is, this is going to end soon. Um, it's, this is that I said. I, I remember. I'm, I think it'd be fun me saying this, but I remember saying to um, 
to Mark Buckingham is, is the forest story the end of it? And he says, it is. We may come back to it in the future. Okay. So I think it'll probably end. I think there's been this controversy that might delay it ever coming back for a while, maybe, ever, maybe. Um, but it is so good. I mean, Bigby Wolf is... that. So the Bigby Wolf family, him and his kids and his wife and everything, they're now in the woods. And there's this this kind of challenge type battle going on and you realize again how what a fucking maniac big b is he's a total force to be reckoned with and and he in the last issue he takes someone down and it just goes on for pages and it's so well done um yeah it it does take you through the thing is with with fables and it's always been the case with fables is you don't know who's going to survive there's been a few deaths in it that i remember back in the days of vertigo people going oh my god i can't believe you killed that person you know um so it does it does have that um jeopardy in it which i think is good um and it, it i mean it's playing on cliches it's playing on characters that we recognize you know you know little bo peeps in it and stuff like this mm. um but it it twists them enough to make it super interesting um to to change your preconceptions and your, your conceptions of what people are like um but yeah it, it's an it's it's an overused phrase emotional roller coaster but it is um and it genuinely for me if you if you stood in front of the shelf in the comic shop and you looked at the comics on there and and Fable sat there, there's very few that could hold a hold a light to it. Yeah, yeah. they really are. It's yeah, wow, gorgeous. Yeah, nice. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So that's my second one, Fables. There you go. It's great when there's an ongoing title that just does that, doesn't it? Just gives. Oh you... man, yeah, it's such pride in it. Mm. Just does the yeah. business every week. Yeah. consistency, something that people are always crying out for, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I said, I said to um, Mark Buckingham, I said. Come on, can you give him a ring and get him to get um, Elementals back in print? Because I'd <laughs> fucking love to see read some trades of that. And uh, he said, I keep telling him he needs to bring it back because I love Elementals as well. Mm. He was obviously reading it around the same time as me. And mm. um, and I think there's a problem with Kamiko where there's, I think Bill might have fallen out with the bloke who earns the rights to it. I think there might have been a bit of that. Maybe some a, a small amount of violence might have ensued. I don't know for sure, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't think it's coming back, which is a shame. And so I dug literally this morning. I dug out my long box of elementals to read. Yeah, over Brilliant. the holidays. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Nice. Who's nice. next? Uh, Dan. Me. Yeah. Mine's uh, Fraser Warwick McComb, Skullfucker. Oh, I've got this in my um, shout outs. He just sent me the novel to read. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's it's, written a novel. It looks great. I've started. I'm about five pages in. It's good, man. This book and Fraser Workman's artwork and graphic design, the union of them, they are so brutal. It's yeah. hard to think one of a comic I've read this year. That yeah, cover. it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, the 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 kind of one of the creatures you got with the like made of hands in it. Oh, the, so good. The, the yeah. blurb is uh, Max, a corrupt sewer dwelling, gutter crawling junkie journalist on the make investigates a mysterious and hallucinogenic batch of male potency pills called Paragon sent to people seemingly at random in the post. Paragon has caused the death or maiming of scores of people driving a dozen insane. It's a pill that is reputed to make monsters. And the, the main character, Max, is that. He's like a kind of a, a reporter for like a red top, like a classic reporter for the red top. Absolute fucking scum. Like just <laughs> picking yeah. up the shit this horrible horrible individual and yeah it's all about him kind of getting involved in this world and he takes one of the pills himself and it's just nightmare imagery it's yeah really is that's proper horror comics yeah 
it's really and it's not all like kind of like dark and moody and stuff it's really bright and vivid colors but kind of the the, the it's it, yeah so brutalistic the artwork I, I, I find it hard time kind of uh describing Warwick Fraser McKinnon's work uh, it's just you have to see yeah, there's, it. um there's a realist there's a real realism to his, yeah. his figure drawing yeah. isn't there I think yeah. he uses does he use models I'm not sure um he might do. I'm not too sure of his process but yeah, he, I think he's now working for doing some stuff for 2000 AD. Yeah, that yeah, it's good to see. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, literally, funny enough, the um, the novel arrived through my door yesterday. Right. Okay. Nice. He one. said, "Oh, do you fancy reading this and just seeing what you think of it?" And I said, "Oh, I fucking love to." Yeah. Fuck yeah. And uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it so far. You can go like Warwick Fraser McCoom's got his big cartel, and you can buy all the comics there. I'd really recommend uh, dipping your toes in and, and seeing yeah. what it takes here. But when that got sent out, I was like, bloody hell, and the He's a prolific like uh, workmanship, would you say? The amount of stuff he puts out. Yeah, he's working and putting stuff out and not yeah. fucking pissing about. It's we we met him, Vince. Do you remember about yeah. eight years ago at Thought Bubble, and we sort of marvelled at his process. Do you remember? Yeah, and then we met him again at um, Lawless. Yeah, that's right. A few, yeah, a few years yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, his, th- his Thought Bubble pieces were huge. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were going what? How big is this? <laughs> <laughs> what size? Are we what size? Are we talking. It was um, um, artwork size, um, um, larger than eight, probably a between eight to a one, that kind of like. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Okay. Big. Big. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean I Warwick, if you if you're listening to this, feel free to correct me. But yeah, and I don't know yeah. if you work to that scale now, but back in the day, you were doing huge sort of. Multi- I think it was slightly multimedia as well, wasn't it, Tony? Was that? Yeah, it was. I think, and he taps into stuff for me. Mm. He's he's got, in a way, I kind of think he doesn't give a fuck but he does but he taps into some real um real things that people don't tr- mess with i think put it that way i suppose mm. um I kind of look at it more yeah. as not an attitude of like i don't care what people think about this he does it without thinking about what people think of this do you know what i mean I've, two different things there yeah he writes a story about the story he doesn't like yeah yeah pander, doesn't pander say our, fucking yeah. people yeah yeah, no, I, I think he's. I think he's a really. I think he's as good a writer as he is an artist. I'll be honest. See, yeah, definitely. So yeah, I yeah. Think, think it's the combination of kind of the writer artist working on a singular kind of vision. It's like a. It's just it works. It's really oh, good. Good chat, man. I forgot that was this year. Okay. Yeah, that's this year. Good goal fucker. Great title as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really. got he's got that as like a red top on the main cover. It's like behind him is like one of the red yeah. top newspaper, mm-hmm. with the white text on the red background. Love it. Yeah. Um, my, my next one for um, one of my favorite comics is, is also one of, like probably one of my favorite experiences of the year. Ooh, uh, that sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but don't you just love those moments when you um, you you try a comic and then you're like, I I need more of this. Oh look, there's more of it. Click buy. Mm. Right, I've read that one. D- yeah, just another one. Click, I'm gonna guess. Click, can I guess? Buy. Um, <laughs> Parker Girls. It is indeed. Because hey, I, I feel exactly the same about Parker Girls. Because yeah, and yeah. I remember saying to the guys on the WhatsApp chat, like, I've only just gone and bought the whole bloody series and just read yeah, it. Yeah, and night. I did the same, man. I, I think almost the same day after you'd done yeah. that, I had done the same. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Now Parker Girls from Terry Moore and Abstract Studios. You might be hearing a little bit more about this, yeah. this bit later. Um, but the book itself, um, set within the abstract studio sort of universe obviously but when one of zachary may's employees embezzles millions from his offshore account the tech billionaire turns to the parker girls for help 
Agent Kelly gets the job done, but also uncovers huge sums of money flowing through May's account from a hostile nation. Parker Girl's boss, Tambi Baker, wants to know why. Then May's wife, Piper, is found dead, and things get personal, because Piper was a Parker Girl. Uh, it's wonderful. Um, I was I was totally unprepared for this book. I will I will be completely honest with you. Um, Terry Moore, obviously uh, indie comics legend, and uh, I hadn't I haven't read yet Strangers in Paradise and like you know read some of the other stuff. Obviously, Rachel Rising was my jam, um, and Parker Girls was already I think I think it just finished. Um, when yeah, we went, when yeah, we, very, very nearly, yeah. Yeah, when we went about um, exploring this, so start the first issue, and pa- just from page within the first three pages, I was in. I was absolutely in, and that's not to say there's loads of text. There's no, just this story of of sort of espionage, um, sort of mas- strange machinations. People, there's people sort of playing other people and there's the action's awesome but there's also so much character work going on it's hard to explain why parker girls was a real sort of it was a magic series i think for me is it because i just without knowing it there was a real joy in um and i think this is and i put this down i i I talk about this as a series. I'm not talking about this as a book. I know there's an omnibus of it now. Um, one that's on my wish list. Another one that I may get very soon. Um, but the joy of an individual comic. You know, we all love the trades. And th- th- this is could possibly prove like why sometimes waiting for the trades, you're missing out on an experience sometimes by doing that, which is something that I don't think is said enough. I say this as someone who waits for the trade a lot. <laughs> but um parker girls the the joy of that what yeah i think there's a big that's what comics are designed to do it, and it, there to was read a, one off the other exactly you know, it works as, it works out. as an entire story can to- can totally see it but i netflix binged it i just sort of like i was i got my fix and i just need i just need the next one now how do you oh. how do you think though because how would you have felt if you you got addicted to it after issue one or two would I think I kind of like that. Do you know what I mean? That waiting for the next issue, sort of excited I, by the next issue. I, th- I yeah. think I, we're going to talk about that in a minute. I guess. We're going to talk yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah, I, I think I think I would be hugely excited about that because yeah. some I, some some do get you yeah. like that, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, because I think twenty twenty three was the year that I rediscovered the love of waiting for the next issue. Um. And over the past couple of years, I've been enjoying some glorious graphic novels and some glorious collections and enjoying series. But sometimes, you know, I, I'd lost a little bit of that. I cannot wait for when's the Wednesday. When's that next issue? When, when can I check out the next bit of story? And this year, there's been a few series that have done that to me and really reignited that. And this was one of the big parts of it. This was a real, I mean, even though I could, you know, I didn't. It was over a weekend because I kept thinking, all right, I'll buy two issues. Don't buy them all now, Vince. That's just silly. You're just going to spend <laughs> spend your money. Next day, I need to know what happens next. I need, I need to get the next issue. It was like crack. <laughs> but and it's, it's about 12. It's, I think it's 12 issues, isn't it? 10 or 12 issues, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a brilliant read. There are characters. There are a couple of characters in it that are some of my favorite characters of the year. Um a total new appreciation for Terry Moore's work that I didn't necessarily have 
before, mm, which, yeah. which is also, I think, one of the reasons I liked it so much as well, is there are characters that long-running Terry Moore readers will will know they have a history with. I don't have that history, and yet I could still read that character and I could still be connected yeah. to the story. It it there was no sense of I don't know who that is. I don't know what all of this is. I may have had a little inkling of like you know relationships or had an understanding that this person was with this person, etc. I like doing that. I mean, we've said we've yeah. said this many times over the years. I like jumping in, finding out, exploring, yeah. and investigating. You know. Yeah. Um, and it felt like a lived-in world as well. There are probably characters in this book that haven't been in any other books, but it felt like they had been. They were. They've got histories. They were there. They've, yeah. I, yeah. I want, I, where's the other books with these? I, I could say to people, "Where's the other series with this character in?" They're not. That's the first time they appear, and that would blow my mind, because they were so well realized in this book. Um, it's also got a right. It's, it's it's got some great, cool, um, cinematic TV show like moments as well. Some of them are quite brutal. Uh, there's someone who uh, suffers a, a nasty nasty comeuppance in a desert. Uh, um, yeah, I like that. I like the stuff on the beach as well. Yeah, Not yeah, my favorite mine, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there's certainly uh, a bodyguard gets taken out quite brutally. High heels near a face and never going to be pleasant. Uh, <laughs> Um, what could be, you know. Well, yeah, depending if you like that kind of thing. But that's a completely different show. That's our other podcast. Um, <laughs> but no, Parker Girls was, yeah, you're absolutely right, Tony. I mean, you could read me like a book. Um, uh, <laughs> that was but, just a good guess. The I think the thing is as well is with his art, um, if you read some of the um, earlier Stranger stuff, it's he crams more into the page. And I feel like, a bit like someone like Byrne, actually, about how Byrne almost became a bit looser yeah. as he went on. Um, yeah. Or maybe with just with different inkers. But he, there's a feel that he does become looser. And there's there's more air in his stories now, um, which I think makes them more box-setty, if that's yeah. a phrase okay. that people yeah. will forgive me for saying. Yeah. But yeah, th- that sort of more more bingy well they're, they're seemingly for me strangers in paradise especially the earlier years there was more on a page there was more in an issue yeah but there's that's it's the nature of work now and he he works that he talked about it in with us that yeah he, he likes to work to that story trade yeah two trades hard back you know it's like that with him isn't it which i kind of like it's and it works ti- for him i think it's a yeah. title i think that some people may dismiss from the covers lovely yeah. cover lovely covers but um they're designed i i think the covers also designed for that sort of Terry Moore audience, you know, see that sees that character. Um, there's a lot more going within the pages of this book that you'll necessarily see on the cover. I mean, it also means there's absolutely no spoilers on any of the covers. I thought there was an inkling of stuff that happened within the pages with some of the covers. Right, okay. And e- even if there is, it's loose, isn't it? Don't you, don't mm. you think like some of those covers are like, oh, are we going to see that scene? No, we don't see that scene. And but he draws he, a good-looking lady, didn't he? Yeah. Let's face it. Yeah. 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 yeah that so, does not hurt. Yeah, so Parker Girls... Yeah. Yeah, just a huge green light for me. That was great. Just so much fun, that series. And, uh, yeah, that's my second one. Have we got any more? Um, we do. Have we got any more, Dan? We do. Uh, so we did Zach Cobb. We've got... Uh, uh, God. Uh, Jonathan Sapp said, uh, you give a shout-out to Madeline, uh, essay on the art of Moon Knight in this country book. He just published Waxing and Wailing Essays on Moon Knight. That's what he's done, uh, isn't it? So... Yeah. He we've talks got... about Titans, Conan, uh, Thor, Hulk, She-Hulk, Savage, Red Sonja. Zoe Thorogood seems to get better each year. And obviously big mention for our buddy Jordan Thomas and projects he does with Shaky Kane. Great to see them two mm. doing so well. Yeah. Um, and some 2000 AD stuff as well. What else we've... we got, Dan? 
that's spinning through. Uh, Gary Watson's got a quite a few. Uh, he he he's got. He I think he had an obsession with like reading through Elseworld tales. He did. Yeah, and, he keeps finding yeah, them. He keeps showing us them. And he, yeah, and yeah, chugging through them, and he did quite a lot. He again, I think we mentioned that before. We dropped his pull list, which was like bloody hell. Okay, <laughs> uh, Josh said uh, he's got a lot of vault uh, image boom time for time. Uh, I'll do Neil Holden's one. So Neil Holden's yep. World's Finest by Wade and Mora. That, that is good and beautiful art. Uh, favorite graphic novel, A Trade, um, Going Underground. Another mm. chat for Going Underground Yay. and do a, do a Powerbomb as well, which we're, we're fans of as well. Yep. Favorite webcomic, Silverback. Favorite webtoons, Teenage Mercenary. Beats the crap out of every other nice. webtoon. Um, favorite artist, Dan Mora. Um, honorable mention for Jorge Jimenez as well. Um, have, we yeah, read Nick, have, we, have we read Nick Bryan's yet? We had that one. Uh, no, I don't think we have actually. Um, no, he said, I, "I also read lots of good stuff. The best was probably Layla Star. A lot of people love that one, don't they? Where's, yeah. the, where's the furthest place from here? The new Cindy and Biscuit edition. Uh, Damn them all. Maze book. New burn. Public domain, and probably probably others. Uh, oh, and he said David Taylor's Wild Nature. Lots oh, I haven't of, read that. Yeah, what, yeah. What, what I like about that list? Well, many of these lists is I haven't read a lot of these books, so these ones totally. that got on my list. Steve uh, McCamps Kamaski um, from Envision Comics. He's got um, due to us. He says as well. Snake claws, ice cream man, in waves. Something is killing the children. Eerie, co- eerie horror comics. Seven to eternity and the hunger in the dusk. Listen out for that one soon. Mm-hmm. What else we got? Got uh, Alex Hahn who said uh, he's going to be getting the new Daniel Clowns book for Christmas. Very good. He read through the old Panini Astonishing Spider Man books one to fifty. He started collecting them as a kid, so he was like getting on that. He was loving that. Uh, I've got Gareth Brooks here. My favorite comic of the year is the first volume of uh, Umez's Cat Eyed Boy. Um, honorable mentions go to But You Have Friends by Amelia McKenzie. I Wish I Was Stupid by Ibusa uh, Yoshikazu. And the new Nemesis Volume 1 for having big, lovely pages. Small yeah. press for the year was um, Furiously by Claude TC. Um, uh, that's it for him. Oh, and Brian Rankin's mentioned Battle Action because that's great. Uh, Alan Empty, the United, uh, United Going Underground, Kaya, Old Dog, and the Forged. Uh, who else we got? <laughs> got uh, Johnny Cannon, who said uh, work, work in WRP Colleagues Anthology, Change Electrochair, Dirty Basement, Glossy, Boxes, Madeline. Uh, he loves getting back into Legion of Superheroes. Uh, yeah. And obviously, he mentions his work, uh, United Gun and Grant, which uh, a lot of people were uh, bigging mm-hmm. up. Yeah. I think uh, the, the big thing is. If you can do a small press, release it in the second half of the year, and then people will still. Talk yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like an Oscars, isn't it? You got to yeah, race it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, Ian M has said, "Talk to my back" by uh, Murasaki Yamada, um, but he read it this year with all those twenty twenty two Blood of the Virgin by Sammy Harkham. That's getting a lot of shouts actually on, on right, desktop nice. lists, lists as well. And he mentions Clouds Moniker as well. Brilliant. But I guess yeah, it's what, what books you like this year. I guess it can be. It doesn't mm. matter if it came out. Yeah, yeah. Mind, yeah. I mean, I mean, when we talk about recommendations and stuff like that, we're not talking about. I mean, I know I'm doing an issue one thing at the moment, but even then, my issue ones aren't necessary from that week. You can you can discover a book you love and want to recommend to anyone. Yeah, as long any, as it's not anytime. like, oh, Mouse or Watchmen or yeah. something. I don't see any reason yeah. why not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Alan P's mentioned Madeleine Gale. Uh, he says DUI3 as well. Thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, my main highlights have been this podcast. Thank you. We didn't read Alan's out, actually, because I think he just got in under the wire, mm. so we didn't see it. Um, and he loves to drink and draws. Uh, yeah. Is that it? Mm. I think that might yeah. be it. Yeah. So, um, I mean, one last shout out is, is everyone on the Slack community. Thank you for all your support. Yeah. Two new members today. And anyone who wants there to join that community can uh, 
getting because we'll be reading all these out next year as well. So uh, you know, and we, we always ask for questions and yeah, your opinions. It's interactive, isn't it? So, yeah. so get get involved, get involved. Right, uh, third round. Uh, third That's and final again. round. So, Tony, take it away. Uh, so, two, two of my worthy mentions. Peacemaker tries hard. Fucking. Why, Dan, read it. No, you no, I've got, it, get, I've fucking got to get on that. Yeah. <laughs> you love it, man. You love it. And the Cutaway Comics and Warp Warp Doctor Who comics, which I've loved this year. And they were really nice guys, got to tell you, and their listeners. So, thanks, guys. There's, there's, that's, honestly, they put a nail in the fact there's some good Doctor Who comics out there, which yeah. there ain't been for a while, um, which is good. And obviously the reread of Star Beast from Pat this year, which I enjoyed as well. But my third one is 20th Century Men um, by from Image Comics. It gets in under the wire, this one, because I think it's had two issues out this year. Um, so for me, it counts. Um, writer Dennis Camp, Art Stippen, Morian, Letters, Aditya, Bidikar. Um, it's, I was late to the party on this one because I got it recommended to me by Cliff and Rob Hardingham as well. Uh, six issue miniseries trade's been resolicited. you can get the trade now i was in a comic shop earlier this year in glasgow and me and the comic shop owner were just absolutely flabbergasted that this didn't make um loads of the best ofs and the eyes from last year it should mm. have done it, it it's constantly coming up by people i respect um it's one of those books you know we don't always take recommends from people we, don't, we think are like just in the pocket of yeah. some comic company or something like that there's, yeah. there's a few people you go oh well if he's saying it's good i'm gonna look Can't at it good. you know cliff okay, and robber yeah. like that for me as well and you two guys um i've previously described this i think i can't remember to who but as a, as a sort of book that epic might have put out in the 80s and i mean that in like an absolutely complimentary way it's a very cerebral but full of action and quite trippy 80s cold war superhero story but there's definitely Miller vibes in there somewhere. Um, it yeah it also has that that thing we've talked we talked about with Miller when he was on is heroes, character, soldiers in the wilderness years of their lives, feeling mm. that um, on on we you know the the melancholia, the um, the nostalgia for the better days at the end of their lives, and but soldiering on nevertheless. And yeah. it's got a couple of characters in there, good and bad, you know, sh- sh- shades of good and bad throughout. And the main one of the main characters is this um, Russian super soldier who's in in the armor, um, but he's he's in armor like an ABC warrior would be in armor. You know, he's he's, he's like a tank. It's not like a sleek um, Iron Man type thing. Mm. But there's superheroes. There's the armored character. There's mystical beings, and there's a politic about their situations and the manipulations and how they find themselves in there. But there's also a real um, a real thought put into about war and about the horrors of war and what it does to people and being at war and being at war for years and it the needlessness needlessness the, the, i think it's issue issue 5 the 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 russian super soldier character layouts man i don't know what it is about comics that show heroes in the snow or characters in the snow i just love it mm, yeah and there's this no, moment no, i know what you mean yeah yeah he's in the armor he's sort of it's almost like a the armor makes him lean forward like he's a baboon sort of thing and he's he's oh, he's nice. leave, he's lurching through this snow and then there's scenes of poppies and flowers and daisies across this these double page spreads and then there's death as well and there's people who are sort of so used to war that they're fighting but they're there's something about them that you can see that there's something more to them um the the art has 
a number of things going on. It can it can easily be read as an action book. It's not a million miles away from the last American in a way, funnily enough, the Mike McMahon book. But it's um it it also shows the character it's a weird thing to say that art has a cruel streak to it, but it does have a cruelness to a lot of the the design and the layouts and the faces and the pain and the um the lives of these people. But there's there's an action quality to a lot of what goes on and you there's a tension between the characters sometimes. But there's also um a satirical caricaturist kind of so there's there's a couple of things drawn in here you think could easily be in the style of a Sunday newspaper cartoon um, by Bell or or Rousen or something like that. Occasionally, it's got that sort of quality to it. It you know politics with a small p and a big p sometimes. Mm. It, it's dealing with war and it's dealing with you know what happens to people. Depth, absolute, a, a visual poetry that is just beautiful. A lot of heart, like I said, a lot of melancholy, and just but just a really engaging read. I read the first four issues, which is when I caught up with it in in one sitting. Um, one morning and, and just ended up like rabbiting onto people who'd recommended it to me on on the on yeah, the slack and on what so many people have recommended this haven't they they have man yeah and it's just yeah. it's fallen through the gaps so i know camp's doing an ex uh, children is it children yeah whatever the he's doing an ex book at the moment which is, yeah. is, a good, is a good book actually it's not bad um i think and... sometimes like when you say falling through the gaps there's part of me that that thinks that yeah we don't hear about it so much but the important people are reading it because that's the yeah. readers, isn't it? Like, if mm. you're hearing from more than one person, like, check out this book, it's amazing. Those are people who are loving this, and then we'll follow those creators on to other things. So it's... it's Yeah. I know Mark Abnett's the buddy of Dennis Combs, actually. Mm. He was saying he was yeah. so pleased. He was saying he's really pleased and a little jealous at the quality of it, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, um, it's a big old thick trade as well. You can get it now. It's yeah. it's probably my my recommendation for a mini series. So what I've tried to do is I've done a graphic novel and ongoing, and a mini. So that's kind of where I've sat with it, the, with the way I've split these three oh, up. Interesting. But, uh, interesting. Yeah, I just wanted different different kind of reads. Yeah. But um, yeah, just beautiful beautiful story. I, I reread a couple of the issues yesterday and was like, just to remind myself what it was about in a way. But uh, yeah, it's not it's not an uncomplicated story. But you need to kind of pay attention. But yeah, beautiful stuff. 20th century men nice nice dan what's your third my one is going to be a bit of an eclectic choice it's uh war epic issue one but oh, of course yeah 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 oh nice these was just an absolute like my god this in the second one was kind of <laughs> I, I could hardly believe what i was reading after kind of like i read some movie other stuff and tony got me onto it and then like getting this one was like jesus christ so it's uh the year is 1944. As the sun begins to set on the Germans' war, the statistic head of a prisoner war camp must decide how he wants to use his final days in charge. And it's just absolutely crazy, isn't it? He's kind of like yeah. a cat commandant, cat-headed commandant of this uh Well, I like the way he war. does that. There's never an explanation as to why he's a cat, no. which I like. Yeah. And all kind of like the, the, the supporting cast, who uh, are kind of like the, the guards and the senior commanders, are all kind of strange characters as well that just... That's just what they are, and there's no sort of kind of, kind of deference given to it. So that's just what they are, and then they just get on with it. And it was the most absurd, like nightmarish comedic situations where <laughs> the camp, the camp commander puts them through, kind of, just yeah, hell. And then, the, and the second one, kind of, it kind of with the amateur dramatics. A, yeah, it took it off in a different angle. He's like the, the the camp commander's like obviously the war's spiraling to an end. 
and he wants to put on like a kind of a, a show a drama show and like just all these second commands are like what's he doing what's he doing and it's a, a real kind of change from the first one but a good in as much you couldn't do the second you couldn't just do this first one all over again i would totally read that but it it's a kind of a bit of a different angle to take it but i, I liked it just as much uh so thank you t for getting me onto that i mean oh, my pleasure man mm. yeah, yeah. i was following i was following his stuff what was the one he did before was it was it the the jet ski yeah that's a good one yeah yeah that with was, the that talking was nice pants well. that one yeah the talking pants and he's got that strange thing with the, the girls he draws they're kind of like classic 1980s like manga girls with kind yeah. of like the, the kind of the, the eyes and they all look kind of the same but some of the stuff he's got them doing the same is like oh god like <laughs> thank you you might catch a, a girl send in south london like yeah fucking hell. it's a bit off with bit your harsh. with your picks dan do you think this year you sort of just dis- discovered um a love for stuff that really makes for the next yeah yeah so stuff with stuff with a real edge to it yeah more more edgier stuff like i kind of i've i find a lot of the stuff in the mainstream stuff is just not scratching the itch yeah i feel like come on man fucking go for it put your foot down a bit uh bringing up sort of neg- uh, bringing up comic in a negative fashion we was talking about the second issue of the punisher the new punisher series oh you read that and, as well today didn't you yeah it's yeah utterly utterly toothless it's just <laughs> yeah it's just pap it's the, with the, the worst twist at the end yeah it's just really just like why but, have you put this out it's not it's like the punisher light no one wants this i don't know what you're doing the books you're talking about there actually are prepared to take a chance, which I think is kind of totally. what we all like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why I saw, sort of gravitate towards it. It's like, d- do something different. Do something that someone else isn't doing. And like, you're, we always say that about making your own small press comic. You're, you've got a story inside that only you were qualified to tell and able to do it. And it's kind of trying to get that, the purity of what's in your head communicated to readers. And people like uh, Nathan are, are, are doing it and loving it. Say with uh, Warwick Fraser McComb, just... Mm. Great, yeah, love great stuff. I'm, I'm all for it. That like said, I'm really, I'm loving some of the, 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 the more mainstream stuff as we're gonna roll around to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. A quick shout out to uh, fuck my mum, the comic. <laughs> uh, fucking, the, the absolute absurdity of that comic just had me rolling. Oh, it's man. just ridiculous. Amazing. Amazing. Um, yeah, before I, I... that title, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, a, just a great title. Whenever I remember being. Said... I remember like people saying to me, "You're not going to call that comic the Whore Chronicles, are you?" I'm going, "Yes." Yeah. Well, you yeah. shouldn't do that. And I thought because these people are saying I shouldn't do it, that's why I'm doing it. And yeah. I can imagine that's why Johnny Ryan did that with "Fuck My Mum." Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's fuck like... my son, isn't it? Fuck my son. Fuck, fuck my, my son. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry. Because yeah, the son is kind mom. of horrible. <laughs> that's, that's a sequel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like got an absolute monstrous son, and like the the old lady is sort of forcing people, forcing this girl to sleep with him, and it's just an absolute <laughs> nightmare scenario. Good so, times. Uh, check that one out. Good, Good times. times yeah. Good times. Good times. One to uh, break out over the Christmas like a, period. Yeah, like a weekend at Blackpool. That is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so before um, I mention my uh, last one, just a couple of other titles that I was looking back over. Um, I'm not going to go into them um, on on this one. You can, Listen back at past episodes, see what I thought about them properly. Um, series like Plush um, from yes. Image Comics, that was great. Obviously, Axe Wielder John, which we mentioned. Oh, yeah. Uh, By the Horns from Scout Comics, really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed um, 
this year finally sitting down and reading my fear agent omnibus volume one okay um yeah that that was a really good experience as was um just absolutely just rinsing the first couple of volumes of ice cream man from image oh yeah that's a good one as well Um, yeah uh eight billion genies was another title Uh, one of the things i like about this year is these titles that i was hearing a lot about never really caught on them at the time and going and just dipping my toe and seeing what was and got some serious enjoyment at when all the fanfare and the fireworks had died down sometimes i like to that's when i like to check them out at my own pace do you know what i mean do you ever do that you just sort of like right okay oh nice. man yeah I, I, yeah I hate everyone you see so i don't trust them yeah to have any taste <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's a nice pleasant surprise when something turns out to be actually good yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and certain titles i mean like like an ice cream man or eight billion genies you hear so many people talking about so many great things i think is this gonna be for me but it was and uh, obviously midnight show honorable mentions that because that's another one of the um, ongoing ones that I'm reading more soon on that yeah um, but my um, my last one is a title that I'm not going to talk about it too much because I've talked about it quite a lot recently but it is of course Petrolhead from oh, yeah. Image Comics uh, Rob Williams Piper um, this this synopsis in a climate crisis ravaged future metropolis an old grumpy obsolete smoke belching cigar chomping hot rod racing robot is one 12 year old girl's only hope. Together, can they outrace the chasing Robocops, not that Robocop, with an invention that might just save humanity? Um, this has just been blowing me away every time I've subscribed to it on Comixology. <laughs> so, um, just so I don't miss an issue. Uh, there's only been two issues. Yeah, um, two so far, on it? Yeah. Two so yeah. far, but as Tony said, got in just under the wire, but how, how could I not? I've just been. Just the pages themselves, and I've been I've been talking to Pi as well, just sort of going, "Dude, you fucking." What, That's you, nice. Yeah. So, and he's just a really just yeah, a hard. He, re- he responded to our um, us putting it on the ACP yeah. Instagram as well, which is nice. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a great guy, hugely talented artist. Um, I mean, a book like this, you could quite easily say, you know, go for the art, stay for the story as well. Because um, I mean, we all, Rob Williams, isn't it? Yeah, Rob, Rob Williams. Williams yeah, yeah. yeah, and and I haven't read too much of his work, but th- this has got a story that's got real heart, good sense of humour. Um, there's a robotic. Um, it looks like a blue tit. Um, I think that's named Dave, um, who's hilarious. <laughs> um, there's fantastic designs, future metropolises, but. As we, I think we've talked about this in um, past shows, especially talking about dystopian stuff. When, when you think of future metropolises, it's usually dark with splashes of neon here and there, mm. isn't it? There's always lots of shadows. This is a bright, multicoloured comic that just... It, it tells like a grown-up story, but it's also got a real Saturday morning kids cartoon kind of vibe. But don't get me wrong, it's not a Saturday morning. There, there's, there's adult themes going through this. And it, it's a sort of grown-up story, which I think a lot of people can read. There's nothing, there's nothing really graphic. I mean, usually when there's violence, it's violence upon robots and stuff like that, which is part of the story as well if you read it. Um, but a lot of it is car, like car crashes and car chases and um, wise-cracking characters. Um, we're just getting into the real sort of meat and bones of the tale. And the third issue, which is out in January there's quite a prominent supporting character that's about to arrive in it so okay. from what i can see um yeah love this series obviously it feels like i've been talking about it every week i think i have been talking about it every week for the past like month or two um but i think it's just got it's just another one that's got me really energized it felt like comics for me this year um it they really picked up momentum 
in the stuff that I was reading, that like, like I say, as well as rediscovering the the joy of the Wednesday, there seemed to be all the titles that really tapped that got me personally. Because we all we, we all have different things that we like, and yeah, yeah. Mm. But you know, maybe in the start of the year, oh, there was there was graphic novels, but series for me at the end, the end, last quarter of this year, a lot of them just came out of nowhere and just started saying, "We want your money." And you know what? When but when all these sort of comics like this, they can have my money on a regular basis and and also these books aren't ridiculous ridiculous prices as well you know so it's, it's yeah it's it's well worth it and i think with all of these books that we've talked about i mean i i say this talking in the case of petrolhead but i think it, i can say this for all of these books every single book every single comic there is a real passion and love for the book that's being made and there's so much work that's been into it. And, it, and it shows on the on the pages, from the lines to the inks to the speech bubbles to everything else going through it. No matter what book we're talking about, every single one of these creators or teams of creators has had something to say or a story they wanted to tell, and it's connected with us. I think I, we're we can all agree there, can't we, gents? That this has just been all of these books have just been, yeah. Just, lovely, yeah, yeah, fantastic, that, lovely that, stuff. That's why they're, you know, those are our personal faves. Yeah, but, so we split it up, haven't we? It's worth explaining yeah, that now, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we had the we did this round of uh, personal faves because there were there were a few books we decided that we top three, which I think we've done over the past couple of years. Hmm. Yeah, but we're doing um, a pod top three as well. But, aren't we? So but we're the doing pod a top three because one. we we um. We all got together and we actually talked about it before we decided to do this show. And we were like, oh, yeah, well, we've all picked that one. So why don't we have that as a pod fave? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, rather than just I think us three the same thing. Three yeah, yeah, over. yeah. I think yeah. the pleasure of reading these ones we're going to talk about is the fact that we all talked about them as we read them as well. Yeah. Yep. Which is yeah. a big part of it, isn't it? You know? and, and also to have three solid titles like this and doing this. And they're all no-brainers. They all were easy, all immediately agreed by us, weren't they? Mm. Yeah, no-brainers, yeah. but also kind of, you know... It's not necessarily a f- well. It's to have three constants like this. Sort of, you know, it's it's kind of a a first with quite I'd say. You know, the fact that we were like, yeah, we've all got to go in on this one rather than picking. We couldn't just pick one because there's a lot of good titles. Um, but I think we'll start off. We'll start off. I'll I'll, I'll kick off with the with the first one, which right. will be the one that um, Dan hooked it into our veins. Um, obviously, he had more of a sort of history with it, but Viz this year, um, <laughs> that that was our first one. There was a real um, abundance of joy, and we hope our listeners. I think a few of our listeners had not checked out before Still we had our, our Viz, yeah. Viz episode, which was what episode was that, gents? I can't remember now. Um, um, did, we, did we write this down? We had. I did. Somebody... It is episode four two six. Yeah. There you go. We yeah. we we talked to the guys um, from Viz. Um, now, they were a for, fucking joy. Absolute, yes. just but great creatives as well. Like as well as having a laugh, it's wonderful when you talk to people. You get information about the publishing, about creating, about the, about the the minutia that goes into creating these books. And for something like Viz, that is just usually laugh a minute when you when you're reading it. I I love that that we explore another side of it past the jokes and the humour. Um, but any of those listeners who don't know what it is, Viz is a bit of a comics institution. It's a comedy parody comic that's been... De- it's decades old now. Is it quarterly now, gents? Is it quarterly or is it... 
think it's monthly, isn't it? It's monthly. monthly. Is it monthly? Yeah, monthly. I subscribe to it. Yeah. 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 Um, and we, of course, get the the Viz annual every year. Yeah. Uh, the, Christmas edition. This year, yeah. yeah, the Barber's Pole, um, <laughs> which is a, sweat, a heap of clippings swept up from issues 302 to 311. Um, you know, it's topical, it's amusing. I think that there's something there's something for everyone. Even if some people may discount it because of what they think there is, there may be in it. Trust me, there, there, there's some humour in it for everyone. It's actually <laughs> funny. Yeah. yeah. Usually the people they're kind of think, "Oh, this is a smarty comic." It's like no, there's more to it. Yeah. There's a bit of satire there in there as well. Yeah. 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 Large my, dose of satire. I mean, my far better half. Like she she looks through it and she's laughing at stuff, like yeah. some of the adverts. You know. That, <laughs> yeah. In there. Yeah. It's just absolutely brilliant. letters read, as well. Yeah, yeah. Read one the other day. There's an article and it's up, uh, like new uh, world all bollocked up, and basically signs <laughs> out, so it's all fucked. So don't worry about it. So <laughs> re- recycling your paper is going to do exactly fuck all. And <laughs> world all bollocked up. <laughs> it's just... back to the, the the old kind of as you mentioned before the the red tops that kind of. Uh, tabloid journalism and yeah, the, uh, the piss take of that. But everything's done so professionally well, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. And and also like like the adverts, the one the one that we we're talking about in in our house recently was the silent scrub, a noiseless window washing system, clean your neighbour's windows without them suspecting a thing. And uh, <laughs> one of the testimonials is, I went out at three in the morning and did my neighbour's windows upstairs and up and down. I was back in bed by three forty five and they were none the wiser. The look on him next door's face when he got up to gleaming windows was a picture. He still doesn't know it was me, the stupid fucker. <laughs> <laughs> but as well as that, you've got like just comic strips by just some absolute talent. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just the illustrations. The Bakers is an, an ongoing. Just like when's this going to end? They just get worse. Two, yeah, two drunken bakers who are absolutely like just the, the pits, and every every time they have an adventure. It's just worse and worse and worse. Yeah. I yeah. kind of think also the model of distribution for this is what comics should be. You yeah. can buy this in the the services on the motorway. Yeah. You can buy this in the high street, Double Eight Smiths. But you never, I never seem to see it on the shelf in a comic shop. In which you should in be supermarkets. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. It's a comic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Um, it's it's worrying because like I, I kind of I've been a bit nationalistic. I want the the comics in the UK to do well. I want. I would yeah. love another strong comics in in the uk to kind of come back yeah. and yeah we've got the fucking tools and the talent i yeah yeah yeah, yeah. man when I, I saw i shared a tweet from barry tomlinson about how uh they did a christmas issue and i can't remember the the, the celebs but it was like some real 70s 80s like was it game show. for a laugh people? oh game the game for, for the laugh yeah, yeah i saved that <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and they they had them in they had them in the office and the, the, the photo shoot for the cover and he said it's a right old kind of palaver so oh man can't work <laughs> I'm not sure if those days can ever come around again, but an equivalent of it would be brilliant. There's a great, he's put a great picture up the last couple of days where he did a Christmas shoot with Eric Morecambe, who dressed up as Santa Claus, and then Eric couldn't get his shoes off. And it's got him trying to pull pull the boots off um, Eric Morecambe in the, in the <laughs> office. It's just brilliant. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Got to be a, yeah, be a bit of a wanker saying this, but like when people are saying, oh, uh, yeah, mangas, comics, mangas doing really well. And it's like, you don't make manga. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Don't make manga. Yeah. It's like you're, you need to make comics that are fucking doing well. Uh, 
That's me. We're getting everything. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I want I want Viz to do well. It's it's the yeah, one totally. that I pimp, it's the comic that I pimp the very most all the time. And you can pimp it to people in the office. You can pimp it to anyone in the street. Mm-hmm. You know, and the amount of people who say, "Oh, is that still going?" That was really funny. Yes, it is still going. Still funny. You can yeah. buy it everywhere. Go get yourself a copy. And the annuals are not expensive. They're big yeah. hardbacks. Yeah. And they're only like eleven they're, quid or something. Like. They're always on sale. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, get yeah. They're always on sale. Yeah. It's not yeah. as funny as it used to be. I can't remember who said that. There's one celebrity, and they bring it up all the time. Because <laughs> <laughs> like it's not as funny as it used to be. <laughs> yeah. So. And that one time I said it, they couldn't give it away in prisons. Yeah. That's, oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, so. You know, go back and uh, listen to our episode where we where we talk about it. Um, but it is, you know, it is a sort of an institution of of British comics. Yeah. A side that may, maybe some some highbrow people don't want to speak about, but they're just they're making good comics, um, and they're great. And you know, it can translate. Um, so definitely check it out. And and because Viz, I think, uh, without resound, it was. I will say, and I'll tell you this now, Dan, because I know you you are the sort of um, at with all the buying us annuals year year and year on year. I thought, oh, I, I kind of want to, I want to get them on for Dan. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I just thought I you know yeah. that that one was mate. That was like one of the the guests that I really wanted on, yeah. and we got them, and I was like, yeah. that's yeah. And yeah. they were lovely as well, and they yeah, were really funny, really, really nice, and they're welcome back on. So just yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, was it Graham Jury and Simon Thorpe? Yeah, there you, there you go. go. Yeah. Good work. Yeah, absolute legends. Um, so yeah, so that's the, that's the first one. Um, we can go in any order, gents. Whoever wants to take the next one can take the next one. Uh, shall I do the next one? Yeah, so, sure. um, our but it's, it's amazing to see our buddy doing so well, and probably the best art I've seen him do is the Hunger and the Dusk. Love it uh, with Wild Goose and mm-hmm. uh, G Willow Wilson on yeah. the writing. G Willow Wilson, bit of a revelation for me. Actually, I'm not really. A, paid much attention to her writing stuff no. she's she's written characters that i haven't really often read but um absolutely brilliant writing as well just yeah. brilliant oh love it well so well done yeah it's yeah and i'm not a massive i mean this is clearly aimed at the D crowd you two play D, don't you it's, yeah, yeah it's not re- it's not really my my scene but uh, it's just a it's a fantasy story that anyone yeah. can kind of pick up yeah, yeah you it is. Like a base it's a war story it. yeah yeah it's yeah. a war book they are properly at war yeah. You know, yeah. there's 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 people dying. There's you know, it, it's it's so you never know who's going to survive. There's a romance yeah. going on in the middle of it. It's there's these two sides. Is, we've got the sort of political side of it is now yeah. happening as well. And all the characters have that well. kind of that that weariness of people, characters who have been in war. And yeah. They're living yeah. in a, a yeah. state of war all the time and very much kind of not yeah. not fucking around with niceties and stuff. They're kind of on the job and they've got a kind of a relatively cynical worldview because of the current state of the world they're in. It's, it's yeah. such a wonderful combination. I mean, obviously, you know, people will see things and think immediately D&D, World of Warcraft, all that, you know, those sort of influences, they're all sort of mashed together. And yes, for people that um, do stuff like that, they'll they'll see those things that they recognise. But it's the story that drives it. Mm. Like I'm, I'm all for the people doing that, man, because it's going to sell. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, totally. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, you know, yeah. But do it well, which is what they've done. Exactly. Yeah. They're telling a wonderful story, and you know, there's the war, but it's very clearly, you know, love stories going on in this, um, which are made infinitely more interesting. And this is love stories, not just between two people. There's there's a couple of stories going on on this that are, that mm. are developing, um, and you're seeing different. It's a it's an exploration of 
different cultures and how people see other cultures. Yes, it's it's in a coating of a fantasy yeah. world, isn't it? But it's, yeah, it's they, there are relevant it's things. Got a, it's relevant, got an, yeah. a non-pushy message about it, which is yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, as well as having like. <laughs> Um, amazing designs, creepy mm. creatures, well, goose, ama- it, yeah. a- amazing action, um, a story that just seems to be growing and growing, getting wider and wider and wider at the same time that the personal stories are getting sort of more and more refined. It's, it's almost mm. sort of zooming in on the personal as the story's branching out. I think yeah. also Wilgus is like showing ag- again and again how much energy he can fit into a scene there's a there's a there's a motion there's a bounce there's a movement there's an energy to all yeah. of his characters there's a scene where one of the i won't spoil it but one of the enemy are running off it's such a lovely little yeah. chase scene yeah. with the dudes following him and then he realizes no he's been had over yeah, yeah i loved but it the yeah. one thing i will say though chris if you're listening um the one thing you do do that gets me is your designs and that your character creation you make them too good, man. Because when they die, it really fucking <laughs> upsets me. <laughs> and I, like, this is a story where that you know people will die, people people will get taken out. Um, already, there's been a couple of characters that have gone, and I'm like, oh no, oh no, yeah, oh, I thought he was going to be through to yeah. the end that one. Yeah, because it's, it's a yeah. team book as well, isn't it? When you yes. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Huge, but I also love the kind of the two orc, the orc couple, yeah, the yeah. Man and the, yeah, me the, too, man and wife, and they're kind of learning about their kind of new marriage and relationship together but also backing each other up yeah i'm gonna get political... uh wild goose to a commission for me and it's going to be not safe for work with those two <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what though i mean there's some attractive chaps in this book my god i'll tell you the good thing about it Vince, is me and you me and you've got oa pages from that boy <laughs> so uh the, the better he does the more value that gets added to yeah, those yeah pages. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think drawing good-looking uh, characters in your book, you can't really go wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well. they need to be a character. And um, as I mean, I'll second what you, you said, Tony. Um, Willow Wilson's been a name I've constantly been aware of, but this writing is just something yeah, else. Yeah, she knows what she's so, doing. It's lovely else. to see. Yeah, yeah. I, I think... Or in the next book, man. Yeah, I mm. think this... Oh, totally, yeah, God, yeah, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, mm. I think this... Is the best written book of all of them? I'm going okay. to say, I'm gonna say that. Okay. I'm going yes, to say that now. I think. I think this is. There's something happening here. I think. Okay. The, the other one we got is. You going to do the other? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. so let's do so, the other one. Hunger in the dusk. Mwah, mwah, mwah. <laughs> We've mentioned it several times already. Uh, big game. Yeah. It'd be no surprise. Yeah. And it, and it is absolutely that that title, isn't it? Which is the it's good thing about title. it. Yeah. It is the big game. The big game. And you know, the culmination of so much. Yeah. yeah. It's just every fucking issue I was like we, we were getting up at seven o'clock in the morning, me and T at least. Yeah. And then yeah. like Vince and uh, Tom would come on and if the WhatsApp group we'd sort of talk about it and like, Oh my god, this, oh my god, that. God, those first couple of issues were brutal. Yeah. When like cast that uh, Miller's kind of built up over the years, they're taken out just brutally by like this the the, the bad guy syndicate from uh, spoilers by Wanted. the way for for big, yeah, yeah massive for spoilers. Big, yeah, yeah. Uh, we won't ruin the uh, end of it. Let's not ruin no. the end of it. Yeah. Okay. So essentially, kind of this is kind of the, the Miller all these kind of books and characters coming together in this big event, which is a big game, and 
the the good guys going up against the bad because in that world the kind of the wanted universe where the criminal fraternity have taken over the world all superheroes that are kind of popping up they're taken down and there's there's reached a threshold for them they're like right we've got to kind of have a cull again otherwise it might kind of tip in the balance and that's how the kind of story starts off and then it culminates in an end game style yeah battle. very much so yeah very much yeah. so especially yeah there's one scene which is very like an end game kind of moment isn't it yeah i mean if you're going to do summer crossovers this is the it grabs summer it, crossover the, i mean this grabs you by the trousers and fucking drags you through it yeah and, and i was you know i mean i was hooked on it and i hadn't read all of the titles same um and just absolutely loved it, like just all the way through. When I saw there was a bigger sort of finale issue, I was like, "Yes, it has to be." Um, is it Pepe Larraz? Yeah. Or not? Um, just mind blowing. Jesus, that's lazy, isn't he? Just lazy. Just yeah. absolutely lazy. I did see today that he's designed the new um, Iron Man armor. Have you seen that? Oh, oh wow. is he? Okay. Mm, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in the work throughout, but that last issue when you got massive DPS squads of shit going down, yeah, loads of characters. Yeah, you know what's going on. You can you know who the individuals are. Yeah. it's fucking astonishing. Um, I the thing, yeah, and it was just it was popcorn comics, brilliant. You know, Miller's sort of like just real cinematic sort of punchy writing, just gave me everything I needed in this book. Um. I didn't know all of the characters. I don't have history with a lot of the characters. So as we're reading it, as I'm sure a lot of listeners will know, it was an experiment for some of us to like, well, I don't know who these people, how am I going yeah. to connect to this? Um, well, we we bumped onto it from Nemesis, didn't we? So yes. I, I do read it for you. I can't remember. Me and Dan read it. Did you read Nemesis? Reloaded? Oh, Reloaded, yeah. Because, yeah. I, yeah. because okay. I didn't like the original Nemesis and Reloaded sort of hooked me back onto that. Oh, this yeah. is the Nemesis I wanted to read. Uh, Jorge Jimenez yeah, as yeah. well is brilliant yeah. on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean the the thing about big game, um, I think, and I saw this when I was like looking like synopsis of these books and stuff. Big game seems to be created for the fans of that universe. Well, naturally, I mean, but there was That's nothing fine. nothing really about the story. Like when the, in terms of the selling, um, like when you see like the the collection and stuff, it's just talking about how it crosses over the. 20 Miller World sort of franchises brought together and all of these titles. Um, that's something that won't necessarily bring in a new reader, I don't think. Um, but that's, it, that's me personally. May, I think if it was me, it would encourage me to go back. I think that's a part of it, yeah, because I'm like, oh, I really like that. I'm going to go back and have a look at those characters. Yeah, because they're all in print, aren't they, I think? Yeah, yeah. yeah but I mean, I can, I can understand, and I think you're right. I, I understand what that sort of tactic, and yeah. certainly there was the graphic, read all of these before you read this. Yeah, there was, wasn't it? it, it yeah, made, there was it, a lot it, of tweets about it. Yeah, and it made yeah. total sense. Um, but there's people out there, probably listening to this show, haven't read any of those books, and they hear us talking about, God, this book's great. Um and you can read. I'll say this personally. I've only read one or two of these books, the other mm. Miller World books, and I got a great deal from this series. Yeah, like, it gave me. You know, well, I think you'll have seen a couple of the films that the characters feature in yeah. as well, yeah. won't you? So yeah. there's that. Yeah. I mean, because well. yeah. I hadn't yeah. seen any of Kingsman, but when Eggsy turns up in the book, yeah, I was like, fucking hell! Like my wife was sitting there having a cup of tea. I was like, like Eggsy's turned up in this with Hit Girl. Yeah. I was yeah. like, this is brilliant. Yeah. 
yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I was. Re- I think every every week when when that came out, I was fucking fanboying it. Like I, I yeah. got that old school feeling of waiting to read the issue. You know the phrases at the moment: the car park, the parking lot issue. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Getting the car from being at a comic yeah. shop. Yeah. We don't really have that much experience yeah. with the digital, but like, oh, I've got to read this now. Read I'm this like now. that, man. Yeah. There's a there's a specific coffee shop. If I'm really excited about a certain book, I buy. I go and have a coffee rather than get the train home. Yeah. Yeah, I do, that. I do that quite a lot at the moment. Yeah, books like this as well they tap into the sort of um, sadomasochist nature of them because when you're in, when you're really in the weeds of it, um, it's like a Game of Thrones reader. Do you know what I mean, or something like that? Mm. It's like I'm yeah. going to read this. Someone's going to die. I can't wait to read this. Who is going to die? I don't want them to die. Do you know what I mean? It's like you mm, wait. Yeah, yeah. You want to. You want to watch the car crash. Do you know what I mean? You want to think. Oh, yeah. but you're going to be. You're going to. You want to read something. You know, it's going to break your heart. And that's fascinating to me, especially when it comes to like epic comics and this this mm. is this for me um people sort of t- cry about like you know too many events or this that and the other or whatever's happening this sort of reminded me of when event comics were at event comics yeah this felt like an event you know i mean you've mentioned telling that spider-man thing came up with like like a gang war saying so okay yeah. Not yeah. Really yeah a gang war yeah, and okay, um, and that There's could be one going on in anyway. To be fair, yeah. yeah, yeah, and that could be because dealing with characters that that don't have the IP investment of these characters that you can't kill. Yeah, um, yeah they made like the mistake of it. doing this too much. The good thing about big game is he hadn't really done it, and yeah. he hadn't no, really no, no. done this. I think, yeah. but we see it like every every comics almost is a crossover these days. Yeah, so yeah. it's lost the appeal. Yeah, We're, every I think we refer to the three issues that all the heroes are taking massive L's, and we were like, "How's he going to turn this around?" Yeah, we kept on sort of. You, Vince, were saying, "Oh, Kickass is going to be like a big player in this." Yeah, and that this is the, the the boy's time to shine, and we all had yeah. our own little theories. Yeah, 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 yeah we, we did have loads of theories, and that, that it was it was a real water cooler comic. That's what that's what I mean. Mm. A lot a lot of these favorites that we've picked this year have really reignited a lot of things. Um, yeah, the so, yeah. Um, new comic book day is what they've reignited. I think yeah, for a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like theorizing, well, what's going to happen here? Oh, I think this is going to happen. No, you're mad. That's not going to happen. They're not going to mm. do that. Why would they do that? A suicide to do that. Um, but as always, it was a healthy discussion. We're not yeah. ranting and hating each other for it. We're, we're discussing about it. Okay. Go on. I was going to say before we go to that, like move off to the comics. I wanted to give it a shout out to Transformers because they didn't even like, yeah. really mention it that much. That is still fucking a banger comic. I'm loving that uh, yeah. Yeah. i was gonna say that new kind of new comic with day we're going to like the new gi joe issue uh the duke one coming up uh transformers this hunger in the dusk void yeah, rivals really, yeah void yeah. rivals yes really bringing back that we're not going to have so much of a huge um episode looking to 2024 because we covered some of it in the last in our last mm, episode yeah. and certainly i think uh this week's episode is a perfect example of we're looking forward to these comics that are coming out do you know what I mean? These these new comics. I mean, if, if the momentum keeps on like this, bring it on. You know, I'm, I'm it's got me Jones again. I'm getting Man, that. Uh, global comics like yeah. this seem to be getting stronger and stronger. Zoop, which is just yeah. seems to be to be absolute powerhouse titles on their powers creators. Yeah, uh, can't wait to see what comes with crowdfunding Kickstarter. It's yeah. like it's all to play for. Yeah. So yeah. Um, obviously. Um, we've talked about those comics infinitum, so uh, we're never going to talk about any of these titles ever again. Um, for the rest of the year. For the rest of the year. 
<laughs> the rest of 2023 we'll never mention them again. Um, but no, we essentially, to put a, a period in, in our particular favourites before we move on to our moments, um, we've loved reading comics this year as we do every mm. year. And, uh, you know, we we look forward to reading some of those people, some of those that you have recommended out there at home as well. Because comics are fucking great. And more people just need to say it. They're just fucking I think awesome. people need to discover it. Oh, yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. I think part yeah. part of the problem is people ain't you. You say the comics, but are you still doing those? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I've and got I a couple look... of people in my work to buy Transformers and a couple picked up DY. Yeah, so oh, lovely. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, um, but of course, as well as the the individual comics that we've read, or the series, or the events, or the graphic novels, um, there've been moments um, in the ACP as we look back over the year. That we've just been like, this was great, wasn't it? Obviously, we can't remember all of it because uh, our brains are like sieves, and we're old white men. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but we have picked it. We've we've got a couple of uh, honourable mentions, I think, because I don't think it was another great year of talking to creators or talking to publishers or talking to whoever about comics because we just love talking to people about comics. Um, but we want to give a, a couple of mentions to some of the ones that were like, oh, that, really enjoyed that, um, and it goes from creators to different platforms uh tony do you want to go do you want to pick your first one yeah are we doing just going to do a couple each and then move on yeah to yeah yeah, do, yeah yeah do a couple each this is just gonna be oh wasn't that great okay so um it's a double hitter for me 406 episode 406 was nick patara and zoop great um yeah. he turned yeah. out to be lovely didn't he what a nice yeah. guy well, yeah. yeah and um i think it's fair to say when when someone's like that and comes across that well yeah. You got a fan for life around us, and a yeah, lot of our totally. listeners, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got two more. Global Comics episode four and seven. Um, I'm I'm a convert. I'm reading it every week. One of my recommends will come from there in a minute. Um, a really interesting, useful, um, growing, currently quite well laid out, but improving with 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 changes every week. And the other one was Wolfgang Crow and his book yeah. Fractures in sort of in, uh, oh, yeah. quite the the other end from Big Game, isn't it? It shows the yeah. sort of span yeah. of the comics we do, um, yeah. and and a very personal story of him and and a dude who was sort of willing to give up his own story and his own feelings and rightly so he's communicated them in the in the best way he can in a comic and it's, yeah. a, it's a really good comic and I noticed I've just had a look at his Instagram and issue two of Fractures is coming soon he says brilliant brilliant from our friends at Colossus Press there you go yeah yeah. yeah. They're my three guys. Um, I'll piggyback off that, Tony. Um, yeah, I, I, a couple of my picks were creators, much like you said with Nick Patara. Um, we talked to creators, we we put the feelers out, um, and then we talked to them, and they just end up just being the nicest people. Who, who... Sometimes when you put a, put the feelers out for interviews, there's a sense that people might think it's a very formal interview, and I always try to say, no, it's like a talk in a coffee shop or like a pub, or you know, yeah. it's going to be yeah, very they casual. Tend to, they tend to come away quite happy, I think. Generally, yeah, don't they? yeah, think yeah. Right because you know, it's one of those. Well, what do you want to talk about? You know, talking about like stationery and things like that. And so some <laughs> some creators just really sort of open up. And I was um, there's obviously Terry Moore episode four thirty. Oh, man, was... afterwards we all came up. He left and he left the sort of chat, and we went. Fucking love that geezer. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. a nice geezer. Yeah. He's a real charmer. Yeah. I got yeah. to say, yeah. Yeah. Like, absolutely, he's super friendly. Yeah, he even talked us through all the pens and pencils he used. You remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Good. Um, because I, I definitely there was a. I was thinking, I want to get some those old school, almost wizard classics. Do you know what I mean? The the yeah. in, when indie comics 
was the likes of uh, Bone and Strange in Paradise. We mentioned you know? he was one of the big names on yeah on it, wasn't he? Yeah, um, and to talk to someone like that, and they're just so affable and hilarious. And clearly, just loves making comics. I mean, check out his YouTube channel, Terry Moore's YouTube channel. Does it every week? It updates. Mm. You see him drawing at the board. Um, it's just, it's just great stuff. Absolutely great stuff. He's also that whole thing that he said about putting the script to the left of like the actor. Yeah. That that's a little thing that's pit stick with me. Like, so when you when I'm drawing like the uh, the librarian, I'm not going to draw the old fuddy duddy kind of lady with great big yeah. saucer. Try and mix it up yeah this makes it a lot more interesting yeah yeah so um and we always want to talk process with these people as well which is why you know talking to mining the brain of terry moore for like a process about whether it would be pens or the way he lays out a script or how he does anything is fascinating so yeah that was a highlight for me um also doug wagner um yeah plastic vinyl plush absolutely love those uh comics and um you know the the black comedy and the the take on horror and and he's just a wonderful he's just as wonderfully twisted in a night in the nicest possible that's way right. yeah it was just a real yeah that was episode 395 um that's a great one as well I'm looking forward to seeing what those guys do next actually because i think yeah what did you mention do you say rubber tony i can't remember what the next one should be i, can't remember I said nothing yeah. that's his own disgusting didn't <laughs> yeah I? probably yeah. probably so check out that episode for that as well <laughs> I've got a uh, piggybacking onto that. I've got episode three nine four. What does AI art mean for comics? Yeah, and that is like a question that basically can be asked every week. It's the JWCs we had on for JWC, that, mm-hmm. yeah, and a, yeah. a lovely husband. They they took us guided us by the hand through the, the very baby steps of uh, AI and uh, informative information. Yes, it's one of those we know nothing. Tell us. It was another one of those yeah. things where everyone was like fucking jumping off tall buildings and shouting about it and we said no we just want to hear what it actually is you know that's the point of it even if if you do have strong opinions and i certainly have strong opinions about you having a conversation about it yeah no it's like okay let's find out something um go kind of understand it to kind of yeah yeah, totally it's i I honestly find it fascinating like reading into it and listening to it there's a couple of kind of forum boards that i'm on and i read people's stuff that they put up there and the questions and where they think they're going oh, from a very pro AI side because I get the negative, the, the anti AI side on the rest of social media. Everyone seems to fucking detest it, but it ain't going nowhere as far as I can see. Yeah. And it kind of, it's only getting worse, it, isn't it? You may have to go back and revisit that to see where it is now, where it's playing out. Hmm. I don't yeah. think it's, I think comics might be okay for the time being because it's very hard to do panel work where you get. And there's not loads of money. <laughs> yeah, comics, yeah, yeah. It won't be long before they get their head around doing it. Yeah. Uh, can uh, I also mention Geo Parsons, who I really liked? Um, uh, he did the um, the the monster book. Yeah. Um, do you remember? He, he oh came, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, He recorded yeah. in the toilet. Do you remember? He was in the he was, his missus was in the bedroom, and he had, he was yeah. in the hotel room, so he recorded in the shower. Um, yeah. And what was that and called? The, the monster of ah. Uh, I've got the second yeah. issue to read actually, and then the other one was um, which just made me ch- me chuckle was me sitting at a table in um, an abandoned bit of a hotel trying to chat to you from SBX that time. That was brilliant at three AM. That made me laugh. The whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> you did one with uh, Angle M as well. Oh, that's was, right. Yeah, that's absolutely a great show. We had the four uh, hundredth episode as well this year. Yeah, which was eight fantastic. years as well. Yeah, uh, the the original episode. Oh, discussion. Oh yeah, about that, that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't 
I don't really know much about that scene, but apart from obviously gawping at original yeah. art, thinking, "Wow!" Look but at that's this. why we—that's why we do these episodes, isn't it? Because it's like um, there's some stuff that I know absolutely nothing about. So, in some ways, um, they're they're my some of my favorite episodes because I want to find out more about. It. Okay, like let's yeah. find out what's going on, and that's the way that we get information across, which we should always always be learning about new things that we like and things that we want to check out in comics or just to get more informed. It's the uh, Beast of Bower Boulevard. That's because yeah, yeah. That's it. And we will inform you on some uh, comics that we're going to be recommending fairly soon. But I think... Running gents, long, guys. Uh, yeah, I, sure. I think... <laughs> we said we'd do a nice quick short shot. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Christmas. Let's do a yeah. short shot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew we'd chat for but, fucking ages. But do we have any uh, shout-outs this week, Jack? Well, a couple of quickies. Um... Thanks to Zach Carhill for noticing that the Hitman Trades, which is the book we reviewed last week and all joined in on, uh, available on Kindle at the moment for £1.49 each. Oh, so I know you were quite taken with it, V, weren't you? So it yeah, might, be, yeah, yeah. might be a good one to grab. Um, Ongolem, as we just mentioned, is coming up again soon. Um, quite the crew going this year. Really looking forward to it. So everyone going, well, I, I guess we'll probably have like a WhatsApp group or something like that for it. Um, I was going to give a shout out to Warwick Fraser Coombe for sending that book. We've already done it, Dan, so in, in your best of. And the other thing I wanted to say is um, it's it's not a secret, it's not a lie that comic, some comic shops are finding it hard at the moment. So go into a comic shop yeah. and buy a monthly comic. Mm. Don't go into a bookshop and buy a trade that's been out for four years. Go into a comic shop, buy a monthly comic. You might find, like Vince did with Parker Girls, you might think, this is great, I want to wait for the next one, and you'll be hooked. So mm. please go and support your local comic shop. Um. Yeah. yeah, it'll help him out. Yeah. That's the other shout I want to give. Definitely. Definitely. Dan, you got any shouts? Uh, briefly, we've got D-September rolling. Ah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's nearly class. done. Rolling. And I, I think we're going to go for uh, gen- January, where we're going to either be drawing Generation X or Gen 13 characters. Nice. Uh, there's, a few, there's a few of us. <laughs> not, Jennifer, not Jennifer Aniston. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, Dress her up. Yeah. I it was did. a sort of muscly lady character in Gen 13. The sort Fair of strong choice. woman. Ah, there you go. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Fuck me, where'd I pull that from? That's amazing. Yeah, you done well there. Yeah. Wood smash, by the way. It's, it's the time of year when we're doing the comic quiz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, Normally yeah. do, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Well, the, 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 every, the, <laughs> the lands are bare now, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> only filled with the, the graves of our conquered. Just people with our feet. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Anyone else? Right. Yeah. So without without further ado, let's recommend. Um, oh, some... sorry. One last thing. Sorry. Secret Santa draw off. We're going to be posting on Christmas Eve. Which oh yeah. Is, that's already happened. So if you posted it up, well done, everyone. Yeah. 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 Cool. Amazing. Um, so let's do our last recommendation of 2023. Tony. Is it? Is it of 2023? Yeah. Because the next oh, yeah. Episode, the next episode will be in the new year. Okay, it's going to be 2024. What's happened to my yeah. life? <laughs> I don't I'm six, know. 63 years old. Oh, right. Dear. Zombie death ball mayhem. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's the way to start it. Like, oh, yeah, where was I? Oh, yeah. Zombie death ball mayhem. Yeah. Now, an easy choice for me um, because it is, I, I think I'll put it on the Slack and send to you guys as well. It's got the single greatest idea for how to kill zombies. It, Fucking brilliant. It, so the writer is George Aguilar. Illustrator, Dino Dino Agur, letterer Michael Myers. So I think I know. I think I've, I've chatted to Michael Myers. Colors: Letitia Morgando, Morgado Rodriguez. Cover: 
Helmet, Helmet, Ratchet. Fuck me. Have they just chosen names for me to fuck up? <laughs> um, Design Dave Lentz, editor Nicole Dandria. Um, published by Dragon Dog Entertainment. Uh, it, it would be easy just to categorize this as another zombie book, to be fair. It, it has all the hallmarks of another zombie book. Um, it opens with a woman called Jan. She's splitting up with her boyfriend because she's caught him cheating and she's throwing him out of her apartment. Um, and she's got a, she's got a, um, a chihuahua called Pappy. And he's sort of watching. He's got a bit of personality about chat. You know, he almost talks, almost. He's making, he sort of grins and runs around and, and she kicks him out. And um, I think she sort of hears something or she's like, what's going on? So she looks out the door to see if he's gone and there's a bit of sort of spots, trail of blood. And she doesn't know what's going on. And then what you do, it jumps forward um, and you fast forward into a world that has, has inevitably gone to shit and the zombies are everywhere. And Jan is searching for a dentist because she's got braces on. So she's searching for a dentist who sells supplies because they're killing her these braces and she desperately needs them off. Um, so, but Pappy is still with her. The Chihuahua is still with her, but he's in like, you know, those balls that you put hamsters in and they can run around on the carpet. Yes. He's in one of those sort of perspex balls, see-through balls with two blades on it. So he can run around and just like chop up uh, zombies as he runs around in this ball and they can't get him because he's he's stuck in this ball so it's great there's a really there's a really lovely bit where um he's in this ball and he's heading for a zombie's eye and it's that lovely comic trope of the dog the attacker coming towards them in the in the uh, the reflection in the eyeball and he just chops this zombie's head up as he goes past now everyone knows i'm an owner of a half jack russell half chihuahua and he is a fucking bastard my dog <laughs> He is. If you looked at him, you see you you've seen him. He yeah. looks cute and everything. But literally, I came home the other day. But where is he? And I was aware that I was wearing cargo trousers, and he'd bitten the pocket flap, trying <laughs> to bite me. He'd ended up be, biting the pocket and was hanging off the pocket on the back <laughs> of my sword. trousers. So he's an absolute bastard. And I think perfectly, if there were zombies and I could fit him into one of those things, he would cause chaos amongst the zombies. I Made think. Him. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, and Pappy is based on a real dog. In the back of this comic, there's some pictures of Pappy um, in it as well. It's really well put together. Um, we're left on a, a something of a cliffhanger. They, they inevitably, as happens in these books, they they hear a, on the radio a, a community they can go to. So she thinks we'll go there and her and Pappy sort of grinning. They head off. But there's another villain that they introduce at the end of it as well, which is, is quite well done. Uh, good storytelling. Characters are both cool and likable um it's very tropey you know it's it's hard to do a zombie book that doesn't have certain tropes of crowds of zombies when you come out of a building and you know there's all this sort of stuff going on but it's well drawn it's very readable it's it's basically just a fun read um there's i think this is the only thing that the company dragon dog entertainment have on the global comics app because i did this as part of my global comics reading um project um, but you can find them. The only place I could find them was on Kickstarter, which is where they launched this book. And also on there, they've got a Facebook page as well. Um, and like I said, there's some photographs of Pappy, the real dog in the back. He looks like a proper character. Um, yeah. Uh, any it's Zombie death ball mayhem. It's a given that I will literally look at this. A book's called that. I will open it at least and look at it. So, um, yeah, good stuff. That's my first one. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I'll jump in next. Uh, my one is uh, a splatter western one shot. Three days to death is here, which um, which is a, a crazy title. I've heard this, of this. This is from Dead Dead Sky um, Publishing. Was that Productions? Mm. Um, 
This is Scott Brian Wilson is the writer. Rob uh, Goran is the artist. Apparatus Revolution is the lettering and design. Gary Brown did the cover. Um, All right. Um, there's a couple of editors as well, but this is uh, very much a one-shot in a collection of one-shots that are called a splatter western sort of one-shots. They seem to, there seem to be four titles that has a different story in each one. I didn't know that. I had to look that up because I saw this title because I see a splatter western one-shot. I think it's just one issue. And then I see three or four in the corner, and it confuses me a little bit. Oh, right. Yeah, it's strange. <laughs> um, yeah. So it seems to be that all of these tales are from different creators doing you know, different kind of horror, horror western type things. Uh, this one is a hated gunman named True Crime Goodnight walks the west killing everything in sight. His buddy, Jesus Christ Brown, is imprisoned by Tina the Trigger in a town called Death Is Here. There are three days and a hundred trigger-happy goons standing between true crime and his friend. He has the will to kill and plenty of guns, but he's almost out of the magic liquor that makes him bulletproof. Um, and this is a very is a very simple book. Um, it is it is cowboy carnage. Um, sometimes, if you quickly look at it, you might be. It's a, a sort of black and white book. You might, on initial glance, think it's a zombie book. But there's no zombies at all in this book. It's just like people having bits of their face blown off by a, <laughs> by six-gun fire. So they look like skeletons when they've had their oh, right. nose and their lips. Because I, I saw one panel, and the whole the whole book seems, for the most part, is it's four panels a page, and they're all like widescreen panels. So... Um, you know the artist has clearly gone for a, a kind of a cinematic look, but it's got a cartoony style and very heavy on the sort of gore. Like holes are blown through heads, and you can see like the like the hole in the head with the teeth and eyeballs fly everywhere. Guts are spilled. It's over the top, just sort of as it says, a splatter western. If you if you're gonna have a splatter western, you might as well you've got to have the gore, haven't you? And there's panels yeah. of, of people being riddled with bullets. And you see, like the back of their head, like just everything. Every, everything goes on in this book. It's a very simple tale. He he, he gets to the town. A, a town called Death is here, and uh, there's a bear that attacks him. Yes, and that's an actual bear as well. So there's loads of shit going on in these pages. It was a fun, rollicking read. A quick read. Um, the only thing you know, I'd say about it is the writing has. It makes me sound like a prude when I say it. There's almost <laughs> there's almost too many f words in it. Uh, it's, it, it is possible. It is. <laughs> it is well, clearly. Mom. It is clearly done on purpose. It is clearly done on purpose. Karen as, Hunt. And that seems that, see, <laughs> that seems to be one of the things I like about it. But I was really aware of how many times that is like. Right, I'm just fucking going there now, and I'm going to fucking do that. Oh fuck! And like there was, there's loads of them. Um, it's and see what I mean. It's hard to say that without saying like a prude, but I'll have to send you some pages, gents, because there's an like, <laughs> it, there's four um cowboys that turn up to the main guy, and in classic comic style, it's all it's got the narration, the self narrative, and there's a price in my head, sure, but for most of these fuckers, this shit is personal too. I killed his fucking twin brother. I, I killed his dad, son, and fucking dog. I killed her brother. She's <laughs> she's even more of a fucker than he was. I crippled all three of this asshole's sons for life and shot his fucking dick off so he couldn't make more. There's, he's he's ruining the F key on his computer, that dude. Y- yeah, there's a lot of it going on. 
and but you might as well you know there, there's lots of people who claim to do these um grind it's, this is like a grindhousey like comic that doesn't doesn't say it's a grindhouse comic but it really does have that kind of feel and there's a real a great entertainment value from it um that's the good thing about grindhouse or used to be nobody used to have to say it was grindhouse yeah now yeah. people everyone puts in the fucking title now yeah, yeah. and i th- yeah. i think like you say tony that's one of the joys of this one it doesn't say that it's yeah. you know it's a splatter western and yeah that's totally what it is and that's why it really is a great title um i mean i found it on comiXology it's, it's a couple of bucks um like i say it's three or four but from the looks of it you can dip in and out with different stories i mean i'm intrigued to see what the other titles are like if you can find them but um three days to death is here is just a just a good good time i will do one minor um and another quick recommend uh i read issue two of the deviant oh the, yeah the Tinian, like that, yeah james tinney the fourth and joshua hickson um book i said when we were talking about it there is a sort of a slow burn i was interested to see where issue two gets to because it might have been a, a jumping off point issue two has kept me on board nice um, purely yeah. purely because it almost does it feels like it like almost like a serial killer book and we're getting into characters and mystery now um and and it's it just very good they're, they're great great creators and they're doing something that's really quite dist- it does have very dark disturbing themes so just just be careful with that one but the deviant um by image is another one which is a christmas story industry yeah oh yeah that's the battle of the somme speaking of (laughs) speaking of dan what would you like to recommend i went into um for uh octobriana with love oh yeah you've read one of these haven't you i've read this as well yeah yeah they sent this to me as an extra one i like i like this yeah i like this good quality Uh, art oh yeah kind of it's it's not an anthology but like different writing teams and creative teams kind of jump in for different parts of the story yeah uh so I read the blurb. Otto Brianna with Love is an all-star 64-page full-color soft-cover graphic novel celebrating the 50th anniversary of the cult underground Russian superhero by the exciting mix of uh, creative talent. For centuries, immortal warrior woman Otto Brianna has been the champion of the oppressed, leading a ragtap group of freedom fighters. Otto Brianna travels the dimensional highways in her wonder machine, disrupting authoritarian, authoritarian regimes, overturning the tyrants, and gate-crashing the best parties. Yes, yeah, a right old kind of uh, rollicking romp this one <laughs> well done for saying that at this time of yeah, night, Dad. Yeah. it's a hell of a lot of fun just there's bits of it that kind of remind me of vanguard because it's like a in set in the uk there's bits in the uk with like a kind of yeah. uh, uh a fascistic kind of uh regime running stuff and uh Otto Brianna comes along and and starts kicking ass and and taking names it's uh just one of those things you just pick it up start reading it you don't need a load of backstory and there's this character. She's kind of like, would you say, like Wonder Woman-esque, kind of, yeah, like um, statuesque. Yeah, crossed with a bit of a bit of sort of Barbarella, a bit of um, who's that character from Battle Beyond the Stars? Sybil Danning in there somewhere, yes. isn't there? You know, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, if you, those elements appeal to you, this comic, uh, you're gonna like this comic because mm. there's uh, a, a lot of that in it, and her firing machine guns, chopping people up with swords. I thought it was a lot of fun. Really well done. Really, really polished. I just had a blast. I've got the other one as well. I've, I've not yet to read that to you. The one you okay, uh, cool. recommended. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, nice work. Yeah, fantastic stuff. I kind of, it appealed to me when you mentioned it at the time. I thought, oh, you know what? I'm going to give that a go. And I did. Mm. Nice, nice bit of imagination up, in it. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit different. You pick up digital on their site for, for nothing. It's great. Oh, cool. 
Nice. Nice one. What is the last awesome recommend of the year? The then, mind, a fairly quick one and an nepotistic one is Electric Chair 2. Um, all good people with, with good taste, especially those in the Slack I've seen have picked this up and, and they should do. It's slightly smaller than the previous issue, so it's slightly smaller than an American comic size. Um, it's a collection of underground comics um, that really showcases Adam Phelps' um, style. Um, he's a dude who's just improving and improving in every issue. Um, it's <laughs> the cover is uh, someone being electrocuted and every and people around him are reading comics, which I kind of liked. Um, and it's. But the opening sequence, I fucking I rinsed him around this because it's just so him. You know, we we all know Falpy. We all know what a fucking sarcastic bastard he is. But the opening sequence is a dude not he's kind of meant to be. I think Falpy in a way. He's he he, he gets his package. He drives. You know, he takes a, a page to ride home on his moped, and he goes up to his flat, walks into his flat, and the package has got a cassette in. And he puts the cassette in the machine. This takes place over a nice, funny, drawn-out period of pages. And he puts the cassette in the machine and he presses it. And then literally then you get this double page spread of just a fu- absolute fucking detailed explosion of shit going on. And that's the title page of the book. It's just brilliantly done. And um, there's, there's fucking boobs and fucking violence and monsters. <laughs> and, you know, it's just, it's just like the, the worst acid trip, you know, if you hold it up to your eyes on acid sort of thing. But uh, beautifully done. And um, it's I saw an earlier copy of this, so to be fair, and I, I mean we were chatting about it, but and I had dinner with him last night because we, we we meet up regularly for tribute stuff. Um, but just apps, I would refer it as just artistic mischievousness and just splendid madness um, is where it goes. It, we get a story about um, a really lovely story about a man sitting in a diner and this sort of building paranoia that grows while he's looking around at everyone in this diner, and then there's a talking nose appears and. What is going on here? There's a, a story about a frog who's a doctor and a receptionist called Sandra. There's um, a brilliant back to Jimi Hendrix. I told you he'd come back. Look at that. Conceptual continuity, <laughs> as I hear it's called. Yeah. Um, but there's a brilliant story about Jimi Hendrix. The man, the musician, the lover, the drugs maestro, the musician. is just brilliant. Um, and it's psychedelia at its best. I don't think you're going to find an underground comic that's, that, that hits that psychedelia thing. But it's both... Psychedelia is, and we used to see in the underground movement, but it's it's modern as well. It's got a modern feel to it. He's so far. He, he's I won't I won't be able to look at him because I'm complimenting him because he fucking I can't, <laughs> I can't compliment him too much. So here's the antagonistic nature of our friendship. But he's um he's so far ahead of the crowd man at the moment. There's nobody can touch him in the UK, especially um, if you're not getting this, you're missing out. Electric chair two, electric chair one and two came out on the recent Kickstarter. Um, we've got um. He's got a couple of our um, graphic gospels on the go. He's got a new thing he's doing on the go at the moment as well. So Adam Falp, F-A-L-P, adamfalp.com, Adam Falp on Instagram as well. Go find this uh, this crazy man and uh, you'll see what, what good comics he's producing. You know, I mentioned uh, before yeah. the show, I thought I'd back this. Ah, uh, right. I had, but I hadn't filled out the fucking survey. Like oh, right. <laughs> so I won't be yeah, seeing yeah. that till the new year. Oh, that's a shame. Okay. Yeah. It's worth a wait. Yeah, good stuff. Good mate. Good. there you go so many comics we're not sorry about adding all of those to your wish list no. by the way um, because they're all brilliant and you should check them out and you should keep supporting mm. indie comics you should keep supporting in um, independent comic book stores creators just everyone in general in comics because you're listening to this because you love comics and we're here because we love comics and if there's anything you want us to talk about or perhaps you want to tell us yeah I agree with that 
It's a fucking great book. Sorry, I'm effing and jeffing now. It's because of that comic I was talking about. <laughs> um, there's several different ways you can get in touch with us. You can email us awesomecomicspod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram at awesomecomicspod. And we're on. Um... That's the only week I've written it down, you bastard. Sorry. Well, <laughs> I was all ready for that one. Well, what are, what are, we, what are we on Instagram, Tony? Funny you should mention that. Awesome Comics Pod. You can find yeah. us. Yeah. Very cool. active on there. And uh, uh, at the Awesome Pod, we'll be posting up links to the latest episodes, etc. Uh, thank you very much for listening to us, whether it's on the website, awesomecomics.podbean.com. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, leave a review, helps get the word out about the show and everything we talk about on a weekly basis. And all these new comics you're going to want and need to check out over the coming months and years. If you listen to us on any other networks like Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife, what other networks are we on, Tony? We're also on the Pod Network. Never forget that if a hooker dies on you, the second hour is for free. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Fucking hell. Jesus Christ. Nice one, T. Thank uh, you. Wisdom to live by. Um, yes. and, Never forget, you can also listen to us on a Monday. And like a Monday, we come early too. God. <laughs> yeah, this show normally is on a Monday. Um, but someone decided to put Christmas there. Selfish. Um, Religious freaks. But one thing that isn't selfish <laughs> is all of the wonderful people on our Slack community, if you want to get involved, get in touch with us. Um, they get shout-outs on their show, but they also tell us about things that they want to know about and comics initiatives. It's a great community of people on there. Get in touch with us to find out. Oh, can you... I give a quick shout-out to um, Jason Wood, Vince Bond, and David A. Price over at EOC? Yeah. They've... Uh... Giving us a little pimp this week, and they're, they're buddies of mine. Yeah, uh, good friends. Absolute legends. Yeah. that have been doing it for years. If you haven't listened to the Eleven O'clock Comics podcast, um, there's plenty to check out. So go, yeah, go get totally. stuck in. Good stuff. Um, speaking of getting stuck in, where can people find us online? Etc. I don't know why that. <laughs> what a segue that you is. You can find me getting stuck in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Never I'm still doing the um, Wednesday best of, worst of faves and non faves. Yeah. Um, with a little sort of ramble by me at the start of it. Have a, li- have a read of that. Beautiful. Check it out. Dan. Real. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Vanguard Comic. You can read Vanguard at VanguardComic.com, which returns in January. Oh, yes. I've been, I've been yes. doing the cover for it. Wow. I was having an oh, issue yeah. because I've been writing this script and like, uh, how do I illustrate what's going to go on? And I just like, right, I'm going to pick, pull out a moment and illustrate that. And that's what I've done. Nice. So look out for that on the social soon. Which is the Spider-Man homage thing you were showing us. I've moved away from that. Oh, have you? All oh, right, sorry, man. Yes. Wow. That's all right. That's oh, okay. going to appear in the in the comic as well. Oh, right. Oops. Yeah, okay. Nice. Yeah, so go check that out and follow it because I'm looking forward to that coming back. And you yeah. can find me on social media at Jester Diablo. Thank you very much to everyone listening to this for another wonderful year of wonderful people and comics. And we thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, join us back here next week. Probably it's going to be a, a day later than usual probably um because of gonna be 2024 bitch twin there you get there you go two sleeps we might just we might just cut that off i might use that bit of uh, audio and put it at the beginning of the next episode (laughs) oh yeah that'd be a good idea yeah um but we hope you keep reading loads of great comics keep making making loads of great comics enjoying yourself and being happy and healthy with your family your friends or whoever out there because we all love you very much don't we Dan? yeah hell yeah tony why are we doing this shit again now's the time now's the time because you need to have love in your heart i love santa oh well that's true yeah 
A bit... Hopefully we make an appearance in our house in a couple of nights, T. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I'm with coming a... down your chimney. With a em... big sack. <laughs> Empty over the end of a bed. <laughs> I've really made that joke every year, and it's never yeah. not funny. It's like th- throwing a bucket of uh, wallpaper paste over right, someone okay. with me at the moment. Okay. Um... <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. okay. Uh, See you next year, folks. From all of us at the ACP, Dan, Tony and myself, have a brilliant week, end of the year. And as always, what should they do, guys? Stay Stay awesome. awesome. See ya. Dan turned into a robot. I think he has. Dan, Mm. are you AI? No. (laughs) (laughs) 